talking about the creek, the creek talk, they're talking about the creek, the creek talk, they're talking about the creek, they're talking about Dawson's Creek. Welcome to Creek Talk. This is Steven. And Jamie. And this week we are breaking down episode eight of Dawson's Creek titled Boyfriend. <laughs> boyfriend. Do you want a boyfriend, Jamie? Can I be your boyfriend? I have a boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> I have a boyfriend too. Hey, but... hey, you. I don't like your boyfriend. <laughs> oh my god, I remember that song. <laughs> I've been like on a kick for all the older stuff. Remember when Avril Lavigne was a big deal? <laughs> yes. She's the reason why I bought Dickies. <laughs> oh my god, Dickies. Dickies. I remember um my my one close friend we would always go to trl some for some reason we always went to trl in new york Mm -hmm. and uh we were there we were there a bunch of times and we were waiting in line and there was this girl dressed just like avril lavigne in the whole like skater boy outfit with the tie and you know i you would have thought it was her but clearly this girl was her biggest fan and um people would go up to her and they were like oh my god you look just like avril lavigne she's like i don't know why people keep saying that to me i'm like i'm not trying to be like her this is my own style and i remember (laughs) turning to my friend and being like this girl's a fucking idiot wow (laughs) and i said she's a liar she's definitely (laughs) lying (laughs) i was like i've never seen really like a celebrity right now like avril lavigne how she dresses nobody dressed like that and this girl is dressed exactly like her. She could have been her, like, fucking stunt double for something. I was like, give me a break. I hate when people do that. Ugh. Her skateboarding music video. She's the stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> she rode the skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Those good times. Those were good years. I know. It reminds me of that song, It's Complicated, just reminds me of, like, being, like, 20 or 21 and um oh my god it was yeah like, i was in high school i think <laughs> i guess I remember it was always on yeah that yeah skater boy i always hear it's complicated when i hear that song in my head it takes me back to being at this one bar that we always used to go to and my one um friend who we worked with she was she was older but she's like my favorite person in the world is lady kathy um I was getting so drunk and that was playing on the jukebox. And I remember going up to her and sit and like talking to her about like, do people think I'm gay? (laughs) 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 And she she would be like, no, no. And then I remember when I finally came out, she was like, well, do you remember at the bar that time? I was like, I do. I just blacked it out. (laughs) I don't want to think about it. I mean, we've all probably blocked something in our lives. I know I've blocked some stuff out, so I don't remember. There's a lot of things I wish I blocked out, but I sadly just, I I think about it and I cringe. Yeah, I hate that too. Yeah, Um, and I go, well, don't worry about it, Stephen. It's not happening anymore. (laughs) So this is an awesome way to start our episode. Hi, everybody. Sorry, we (laughs) kind of jumped right in there. Look, it's Friday. I, I'm, go- I'm gonna be completely transparent. We this is our second episode we're recording this week because um, we had to do a little bit of a catch up, and I'm excited 
because it means we get to hang out more, even though we literally talk to each other every day. I know. <laughs> and um, still not sick of me. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, you you really don't get on my nerves. <laughs> That's good. I can't find like anything that you've ever done that just really bothered me. Um, um, and if you did, I'm pretty sure I told you to your face. <laughs> Probably. I think the only thing that really ever bothered me about you was when I didn't know you when I first <laughs> met you. And the desk, the Halloween desk decorating. And I said, who does this bitch think she is? Because I, I want it like all the time. And I said, oh, look at her. She's brand new and she's trying so hard. <laughs> I had so much fun. I love, so just so you guys have a little bit of context, uh, I love Halloween. I love the fall. Uh, so when I finally got my own desk, not my home office, but like an actual desk in a building and or at a job. <laughs> for corporate I, America. Soon, yeah, right. As soon as they gave the okay for us to be able to decorate, I decorated. I mean, the dollar store, Michael's, whatever. I had like this overhang shelf that had like lights and stuff flashing, and mm-hmm. I had skulls and cobwebs and, you know, caution. T- oh my God, I had so much fun. <laughs> it was good. I remember. I jealous. <laughs> well, I had. I had the desk right in the corner, remember? Because then you and our other friend got moved over right next to me. And I was like yeah. so excited. And then we got moved again. But um, <laughs> I had that big desk in the corner and I was there forever until they moved us. And um, I had all that wall space and I would. Yeah, you had so much wall space. I was jealous. Yeah, that was like the biggest desk in there. And um, I decorated so much. And oh, and then when they moved us again, I tried to decorate again they told us we couldn't because of the renovations and i was like whatever i'll take it down but (laughs) i'm over that but um but yeah we're we're recording on a friday we have a long weekend so i'm excited about that uh we don't have to go to work on monday and we got out early today i'm happy about that corporate Um, america (laughs) yeah it's it's beautiful (laughs) oh my god love it um but yeah. So you had messaged me earlier while we were working and you said, what is a song that you don't like um, on Dawson's Creek, the opening or something like that? And I said, oh, the Run Like Mad song by Jan Arden. You said, I think I'm going crazy because I think they're playing the original song that you like. And I I turned it on automatically, like immediately. And uh, I hear Paula Cole's I Don't Want to Wait playing. <laughs> on the beginning of the episode and i like lost my shit i was like i cannot believe it (laughs) they changed it and then you go maybe it was because of us i really (laughs) hope it has something to do with us (laughs) we just hated that no well you hated that song so much i can't even say me because i didn't really care I know. You're like, what? I thought I was going crazy because I'm obviously I'm just listening to it. I'm not really watching it or anything. And I'm I'm working and doing whatever I got to do and the song. And I'm just like, wait a minute. And then I look over, you know, behind me and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait. And then I had to message you and find out what the name of the song was, because I just I, you know, I, I don't you know. thought you're having a stroke. <laughs> let me confirm this because i think it might be crazy i literally was just watching the show the other day and it was a different song (laughs) same i was literally watching this episode the other day and it was the run like mad song 
but um no i'm so happy i really i like i don't know how they did it i'm sure there's going to be something that comes out about it but um i saw on instagram some other uh fan sites were posting about it as well but um i, w- I would like to think we were the first <laughs> to hear about it <laughs> it just took too long to post that's all <laughs> yeah i mean i tweeted out about it as soon as you told me but it's not on instagram so i don't know if that counts twitter's uh-huh. different but it's a different entity altogether. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Entities. But um, yeah, so that was good news. I was happy about that. And um, I mean, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to catch up on other than just I'm excited that it's Friday and we have a long weekend. And I got all my shit done yesterday that I do on Thursdays and I got my hair cut. She cut it a little short, but um, whatever. Hair grows back. I yeah, like I said I'll be back in two weeks because it grows back like a weed, and I'm happy about that. I'm knocking on wood because um, hair loss is kind of big on. Yeah, like, you got like a thick head of hair. Like you always have so much hair. I always say I take care of my grandmom's side because um, my grandmom just turned 86. Happy birthday, grandmom! <laughs> on August 16th, she's 86 or 87. I did ask her. I totally forget, but um, she still has like long dark hair. It's not even gray. Well, she says she has like little grays in the front, but when I go over and see her, I don't notice them. But Amazing. yeah, she's on. Uh, she's both of my grandparents look super young for their age. My grandpa just turned ninety-one, and um, yeah, I always say it's I. I have the genes yeah. <laughs> that you you like your genes because people don't believe I'm forty-one, and I and yeah. I go, I don't know, I don't, I don't understand it. You don't look at it at all. <laughs> <laughs> i've had gray hair since like my early 20s <laughs> oh no but i think i start to see them here a little bit and i and and i don't know i can't tell if it's like, the light or not i think i'm just trying to see things i, don't I think know. you're trying to see things um for me my sister had her baby congratulations yes, he's so cute i mean he's he looks like an infant so as cute as infants can look but he's adorable he's perfect and he's got all 10 you know digits and toes fingers and toes fingers and toes <laughs> he's got all his phalanges okay <laughs> his phalanges um i'm so excited that it's september so now i can start decorating i started decorating my office for fall and then soon it's going to mm-hmm. be halloween so excited i know halloween's excited <laughs> Maybe they'll have like a weird uh, at home desk decorating contest and then we have to send pictures in. Oh, that might be true. Oh, but we're not in the same department anymore, so we can't really compete against each other. So it'd be different. It'd be very difficult. Um, And I don't have a desk. I work at a tape, my kitchen table. (laughs) So I'll put like a pumpkin in front of my laptop. Listen. You can make any space awesome, especially for Halloween. It doesn't have to be like an actual desk. So. Yeah, I agree with that. I like to make my space like very comfortable and very much myself. Like I, w- I have all those, um, the peanuts Funko Pops on my desk at work and people always walk by and they always like say how cute they are. And I'm like, I know <laughs> I love them. And I have, yeah, I, I'm very organized with my stuff, but I always try to make it look fun. So, like, I remember this one, I don't want to say her name, but you know who she is. I'll tell you after, but she came up to my desk one time. Maybe and she just cut all this out. <laughs> she, <clears throat> well, she doesn't, I think she retired, honestly. But she came, she came <laughs> up to my desk. 
she came up to my desk and she said, why do you have all this shit? I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I was like, what? That was so mean. Oh, that's mean. Um, geez, why not? Yeah. But I like I like her, but I was just Everybody, like... Everybody, decorate your space how you want to, okay? You yeah. Be creative as you need to be. Just make sure it's not inappropriate. <laughs> and follow yeah. guidelines if you work inside of a building. We're at our desks. We're at our jobs. So much of our life, our lives. And... I want to make it as comfortable as possible, you know? So, um, with that, do you want to get into this episode? <laughs> like 30 minutes later. I know. <laughs> we were talking for a while before this, too. <laughs> I know. We were like, yeah, let's do it early. Steven, we really don't get sick of each other. <laughs> we don't. We just like we talking to each other. When you said, is Friday good to do it instead of Wednesday? I was like, yeah, that's fine. We get out early. Our significant others won't be around. We can just like do it. It's in the middle of the day. I said, we'll like knock it out. And we're, we've been talking for like a good almost hour before we even started. <laughs> before even hit record. We'll have to edit heavy. <laughs> no, uh, I'm no, I think uh, this has been all good material, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into it. Like I said, we are recapping episode eight, Title Boyfriend, aired. March 10th, 1998, directed by Michael Fields and written by Kevin Williamson and Dana Beretta. I will say I did like this episode. I didn't like, I didn't hate it. I I didn't really remember it. I remembered the actor who plays the boyfriend who, who comes to town. Billy. I, Billy. I remember him. Other than that, I don't really, I didn't really remember anything else. I, I remember I like, the beach scene. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't remember that at all. But you uh, recently just watched it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. But I didn't remember most of it. Like when I when I rewatched this, I didn't remember most of the beginning of it. It was only until like the beach party thing happened, mm-hmm. and it's because of you know Pacey. So <laughs> yeah, that was a good scene. Because of Pacey and Joey, but you know we'll we'll talk about it when we get there. Oh wait, what are you drinking? Water. Yeah, I don't have a drink today. <laughs> I have water, and I have a. Uh, Half and half iced tea lemonade from Wawa. <laughs> that sounds good. I love half and half. Yeah, it's the only kind I like. I've been drinking Whoa. it a lot lately, which I haven't drank it in a while. Yeah. And I had one one day and I was like, oh, I want another one. So I love Snapple and I don't like peach, but mm-hmm. I ended up with a Snapple peach tea. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> I'm really torn because when you open it and you get it, you get like a whiff of it. It makes me cringe. I don't, oh. I don't like peach. I don't, I don't know why I don't, it just makes me cringe, but then I drink it and it's so good. That's so funny. It's, it makes no, I make no fucking sense. Um, but no, I'm not drinking an actual drink right now because I was running around and doing stuff and it was just water to keep me hydrated. And it's so early in the day. Yeah. I mean, it's five o'clock somewhere. So <laughs> I know I was considering making a quick margarita, but I said, no, I don't feel like it. Um, I do not have margarita mix. Well, you don't need margarita mix. People think you need margarita mix. You don't. Look, I'm going to tell you my basic margarita recipe, which is so simple. Um, I like to use white tequila, but obviously use whatever you want. Use clear. Yeah, so. And um, I like to get those little cutie oranges like clementines or you can use orange, uh, regular orange if you like, whatever. Just juice one of those. 
I like the cuties because they're sweeter. Get a lime or however many limes you want. Juice the lime. Do like however much of the tequila you want. I mean, I just usually do like a shot and a half. And then I do the... <laughs> Why are you make- looking at me like that? <laughs> I'm a juicer and this is just way, way easier to buy fucking mix. <laughs> you don't need a juicer. It's, you know, you squeeze it. <gasps> they're so small. You can just squeeze it with your own, with your hand. But yeah, I have one of those like things. Listen, you don't even know what it's like for me to try to open cans, okay? I have to make Perry do it. I finally bought one of those automatic can openers because I want to throw my can opener through a window. Like, I hate it. So, uh, my hand's not, you know, I need a juicer. And I'm not buying a juicer because I got nowhere to put the juicer. Yeah, you don't need a juicer for this. So. By the mix. It's weird that you just said you bought a, a, a what's it called? can opener yeah because we just bought a new one too because uh we don't have an electric one because i don't want an electric one but we bought a we had like the regular manual one but it, he was like it doesn't open it's trash thank you yeah but it wasn't the one with it wasn't uh, whatever i'm not getting into all the, all this but we bought a new KitchenAid one because he was being such a baby about it and i said just put it in the fucking cart <laughs> i'll buy the fucking thing um but anyway, so yeah, just do the tequila, the clementine juice, the lime juice. You can even use uh, Cointreau if you want, but you don't need it if you're using the orange juice. You don't even need like any type of sugar or anything because the sweetness from the fruit is going to be like perfect. I also will do a rim with the salt or um, sugar. Uh, it's up to you. I just zest the the cutie or the and the lime and get the zest and just use that as the um rim it's so good but yeah that's all you need just lots of ice you make my margarita okay (laughs) yeah but that's uh my recipe it's pretty simple but anyway let's get back into this episode (laughs) um all right so it's a good day i'm having such a good day i know i don't even care get to the point I hope this is a fucking four-hour episode (laughs) and people and people and people just love it (laughs) i don't even care (laughs) i think at this point if if you guys have made it this far then you just know how this is gonna go exactly (laughs) you know us by now (laughs) oh my god Uh, okay Um, all right we open on dawson in his room porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's looking through the tv trying to find something to watch and he flicks through everything i wrote including the scrambled porn channel <laughs> did you ever try to watch that when you were a kid i've <laughs> <laughs> stumbled across that one and dawson's face is really funny because he was just like like mm-hmm. turning his head like a puppy going what is that noise you know yeah. <laughs> dogs do when they're confused <laughs> well look I remember sitting there doing the same exact thing, but I was probably a little bit younger than Dawson because you're so in. You're like, hmm. What, what is this? Why are they making those noises? But I can't see the picture. Is that a head? I yeah. Know, you know? <laughs> you're like, oh, I think I see a boob. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so he settles on um, American movie classics, it is. And I also wanted to say, I thought he looked really comfortable in his pajamas. I feel like that was all a whole like outfit that I still wear right now to bed. He looks so comfortable. Um, we get Joey enters via the window, an open window, which after watching this, I thought to myself, what if he was like doing something 
<laughs> like walking she, his dog. Yeah. Yeah, what if he was walking his dog? She didn't call him first. He just, she just showed up. He always just shows up. You know what I was thinking every time this happens? Why doesn't he have a screen and how yeah. a ton of like bugs in his room? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say that next. He doesn't have a screen in his window. It's a, it's a TV show, Stephen. <laughs> I know. So it's the wheelchair and whole pedophilia <laughs> thing all again. But yeah, like he lives out in like the open in where like animals are. A bird could fly in his window. He's next to a creek too, and you know, creek means like mosquitoes and bugs and crickets and you know whatever, yeah. all kinds of things with legs. I don't know, but yeah, he doesn't. His they don't get any of that there. It's he's like <laughs> it's okay because Joey. It's just going to open or come through my window anyway. That's all that matters. I don't need a screen, just the ladder. It's for her. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, but Joey looks exhausted. She yeah. says the new baby has been keeping her up at night. She hasn't slept for days. Her GPA has taken a nosedive and she woke up in a puddle of drool in European history. And then she makes this face. <laughs> Did you notice that? She like looks to the side and makes this face and she like looks up. She looked, it looked really funny. And I feel like maybe, obviously it was like an improvised thing because um, at this point, I feel like they were working together so much and maybe like late hours and uh, she was just getting goofy. And she was like, oh, I think this would be really good for my character because she's so used to doing these like weird things now with her facial expressions. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. But yeah, she asks Dawson if she can crash and he tells her, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And uh, he just tells her, don't roll. Didn't he offer? And she said, are you sure? And then he was like, yeah, I don't know. Either way, Joe ends up crashing. And crash she did yep. while he was still talking. Because we know Dawson likes to talk a lot. Mm-mm, like us. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she passes out while he talks about Gary Cooper and how he says, in the 40s, you could be a well-intentioned geek and still end up with a girl. And when he asks Joey what happened to that, she's uh, she's snoozing. Then we get the opening credits with the Paula Cole song. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was so crazy. I'm like, wait a minute. I can't, I can't believe it. Wait a minute. This song is different. It even gives you like it, like it gives you a different vibe when you're yes. really ready to watch the show too. Like it, it's more mellowed out. I don't know. Like it's a different vibe I got from it. That's why I was kind of confused. I was like, why do I feel more relaxed? <laughs> Amy, this was my whole point in the beginning. Like every time I got so annoyed at the Jan Arden song, I was like, it's because it's too upbeat for this yeah. for the show. Like it's a teen drama, but. I can't explain it. The Paula Cole song just works perfect. That's all I know. That's all I know. And it made me so happy when I heard it. So. Yeah, that's good. The next morning, we're in the kitchen with Mitch and Gal, the most awkward scene between a married couple where one has cheated on them. They're having such an awkward conversation. She asks Mitch about his investors meeting that morning. And he asks her about Um, how she's interviewing the police commissioner. They both tell each other they look good. And then they see Dawson and they literally try to force him down to come hang out with them because there's so much tension between them. Yeah, they definitely wanted a buffer. Yeah. 
And he's like, I got to go. I I can't. I don't want to be a part of this. You two need to work it out because I'm just a kid in the middle. I got to go to school. And I got this new vest, this like uh, fleece vest that I got to wear. And I got to show it off. So I got to go see Jen. Bye. (laughs) Um, They both look at each other sort of like, oh, that was weird. And then she asks him again about the investors meeting and he gets so snotty with her and he goes the same one from two minutes ago. And she's just like, I'm really sorry. Look, I understand their situation because he's so, he's so upset with her, but I couldn't be in that situation where I knew my partner cheated and I was being like tiptoeing around him. I would be so vocal about it every fucking five minutes and i would be like look look i understand what happened and like we have to work this out but i'm not gonna live with you where we're strangers you know like we either fix it or we fucking move on but i'm not gonna sit here and ask you the same question over and over again and don't fucking coddle me you know what i mean i hate that shit so i feel like they i don't know i don't like how they went about it with the two of them i know later in the episode they tried to um like get past it and i know it eventually does get a little more awkward over the season, the rest of the season. But um, for people that have been together for 20 years, they really did make it out to be like, they were complete strangers in this scene. It was believable, but it was all, it was, it was also a little um, frustrating to watch because I would just have been like, you just asked me that again. Like you just asked me just fucking be like normal. Cause like, don't try to be, you know, somebody that you're like just trying to like pretend to be somebody because you know I'm mad at you type of thing. Just be like yourself. It would make me feel better. Do you know what I do you know what I'm trying to say? I hear what you're saying. And I I kind of wonder, at least on Gail's point of view, is she doesn't know how to behave. She doesn't know how to act around him. So, you know, she when she is interacting, she's trying, but she, I think she just kind of gets a little stuck. She doesn't know. She doesn't know how to react. She doesn't know if they're going to go back to normal, if they can go back to normal, if they need to kind of start over. And I think that's kind of the point with this is to just kind of see how they're trying to put themselves back together. So yeah. I, I can definitely see what you're saying. And then on her end, I just see her not sure, you know, about anything anymore. Because probably partly because they haven't really got everything out. Because right. we do find later that they're, they are going to counseling. Right. I was just going to say that. Yeah. They're going to counseling and they're talking and they're trying to find something new to do together to kind of bond. But I think at least as far as their interactions with each other, she doesn't know. Because the last time we really saw them together, he just kind of drove off. Right. Yeah. He's like, screw you. Get out. I can't stand you right now. And left. So. But he came back. He came back. back. He did. He also has nowhere else to live. (laughs) And he has Dawson um obviously so he had to probably come to the realization that i need to be an adult i have a family and i have to do this the right way i just think she doesn't know how to react to him right now i agree with you um it's just hard to watch oh it's very hard we're now on uh there were we're downtown on the riverside which i be- i believe they were literally right across the street from the water street restaurant that we used to go to because i remember there being um a bench over there 
and Pacey is sitting on this bench talking to an older man. He looks like he's a drunk, but he also looked like a fisherman, <laughs> like a drunk fisherman. <laughs> and he probably could have been both. <laughs> he, probably both. Um, he says that Capeside is the epitome of dull. And if it wasn't for him and his sex scandal, nothing interesting would happen. <laughs> Which uh, Sounds about right. The song We'll Get Through by the Slugs is playing. I listened to it again earlier and I really don't remember it. Um, never even heard of them. Uh, that clearly wasn't on my <laughs> soundtrack that I made. <laughs> he starts to cross the street when a red convertible speeds up and almost hits him. Mm-hmm. And Pacey yells at, out to him to watch where he's going and the driver backs up and uh, he tells Pacey he needs help with something and Pacey says driving lessons. <laughs> And the driver goes, that's cute. That's real cute. <laughs> it was really cute. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was funny. <laughs> it was. It was funny. But he tells Pacey, no, he needs directions to the school. And Pacey starts to give him the directions. And um, he goes, maybe you want to write this down. And he says, no, it's mu- it's like muscle memory or something like that. But he stop- Pacey stops him. And he says, you know what? I'm actually going that way. So maybe you can just like give me a lift and we could, I'll just take you there. And he said, and get in a car with such a reckless driver. And then he speeds off. <laughs> Pacey called him reckless. I'm like, whoop, there's a new jerk in town. <laughs> yep. So we don't know who he is yet, but I'm assuming he's the boyfriend of the title of the episode. <laughs> We're now at Joey's. We see a little bit more of this uh, house shack that they're in actual room an actual bedroom it's got cloud paintings on the wall there's clearly like a crib and another door that's the bathroom and then a dresser so i'm so confused if this is joey's bedroom that she shares with the baby which is also awkward because if people have to use the bathroom they have to go through her bedroom yeah, the way this house is really set up, like, it's just, I, I don't, I'm very confused because they're in, it looks like a nursery. It's yeah. a small room with, like, one window. There's, a you know, the crib. There is a, a dr- one dresser. And it got some above it. That's Joey's dresser. She makes a point to say, this is my dresser. And then right in front of you is the bathroom door. And the reason why we know that is because she's pounding on it because Bodie's in there and she needs a dryer she needs to dry her hair mm-hmm. and then she goes to brush her own hair out and her sister's doing her makeup and kind of pushing her out of the way and joey's like this is my dresser yeah and her, her sister even even bestie goes you look like crap she does she tells her you look like hell, like hell. Um, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm very very confused i am still kind of thinking that most likely joey's sleeping in the living room on the couch so the baby's got the bedroom uh, there might be like an attachment. It kind of made me wonder if it was like a Jack and Jill type thing. Cause it looks like there might be another doorway there. Hmm. So maybe that's where Bodie and Bessie are right next to the baby. And then Joey's probably in the living room, but her dresser's in the baby's room. So it's not in the living room because let's face it. They don't got that kind of room. Cause they're living no, room they do. In their kitchen. No, yeah. Because we see <laughs> the living room later when Dawson comes over um, and they have like a foyer, but we, we really are obsessed with the, the layouts of these these houses because they're so confusing i still want the blueprints like (laughs) because yeah because when they show the outside of it it just looks like a little house 
on the on the creek. I, I like really wonder if sometimes when they're creating these shows and they've got these like layouts to make it look like it's a house, and we know that it's a set, but do they really think about how it kind of comes off? Because some of us who are actually paying attention to the show like, are very confused because no. <laughs> the yeah. layout makes no sense in the way it's portrayed and then the way, you know, you would see it from the outside. So I understand like Joey's house because they kind of pretty much live in a shack. <laughs> so I, I'm expecting that floor plan to not make any sense. It's a lot bigger inside. It but looks a lot bigger inside, yeah. It's clearly know. one level. It's not like yeah. two levels. Um, but no, I'll find the layout. I'll see if like a fan of the layout of that too. I tried to find Dawson's layout, but I, I found one. But it, I think it was just the layout of the actual home. It wasn't like Dawson Leary's house. It was, right. it was just the actual house. But I wanted to also say before we go to the next scene that Bessie tells Joey that it's an adjustment for everyone and that it'll be two to three years max for everybody to get over that adjustment period. <laughs> um, it wasn't even that important. I thought it, I thought it was more important. Than what I was going to say, <laughs> Oh, Joey says that she had to cram for her Spanish test, but the human alarm clock, uh, human alarm clock woke her up. Um, and that's when Bessie says about the adjustment period. Oh, and Bessie just had the baby last episode. So now we're a couple of weeks after i'm assuming because she's back to work like you don't just pop a kid out and you're like back to work (laughs) (laughs) like she's full-on back to work and and bodie's not even in this episode they did that knock on the door to make it appear like he was part of the episode but he wasn't running handsome bodie wasn't part of this episode so now we are at capeside high and dawson and joey are sitting on the steps of the school like a stairwell and he's helping her with her spanish test yep and um kids don't don't cram okay because when you cram (laughs) you don't actually retain any of that nonsense so you might pass your test but you won't pass your final okay (laughs) i was always bad at studying i mean i if i knew that there was a test coming up i would always try to study the night before but i never did like that well i only ever did well in like english tests and like um like stuff like that i was never really good at like geography or well we already know i'm bad at geography (laughs) 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 don't ask me where you live or where i live because i have no clue (laughs) (laughs) um or i was in latin in high school for two years and nice I was so terrible at it. My second year, my teacher said, um, she's Miss Gaston. She said, like, she was going around the class asking if, like, who was taking Latin three. And when she got to me, she goes, well, you're not taking Latin three, right, Stephen? And I said, I guess not, because I was so terrible at it. <laughs> I, like, tried so hard to, and I just could not pick it up. I would go after class, and she was the sweetest teacher, too. She was so nice, but... I just was not, I could not get it. And I don't even know I took it. I think because everybody was taking the other languages. And I wonder if I did take French or Spanish or German, if I would have done better, but I just was not good at all of it. It was very hard. I wish my school had German because I really wanted to learn German and, and we didn't have it. 
and I wasn't going to go to the other high school just for German. <laughs> so, um, so I did Spanish for five years and I only remember like a handful of, I could, I can get myself to the library. I can get myself to the bathroom and I can ask for food and I could probably call somebody some very not nice names. <laughs> yeah. I know some, and some curse words. The, uh, the extent of what I remember five years and uh, you know, it was enough just to get me through. Um, so yeah, I don't know. They, um, my niece and nephew, they were learning Spanish in grade school. Isn't that crazy? They had a Spanish class, like teaching them how to speak Spanish. Awesome. Honestly, that's really smart. Yeah. Um, to start it when you're younger. Uh, we started in middle school, which is like sixth grade for where I'm from. So sixth oh. grade. Uh, but they didn't do it in, in elementary school. I think that's a really, really smart move to teach people or, you know, kids other languages. Because if you wait until you get too old, it's not it's like it's anything. Harder, Harder. No, it is harder. When you yeah. try to learn thing, things like that as an adult, I think it's a lot harder. Oh, it definitely is. It's so much easier when you're a kid because, and then you, you keep going with it. So you mm-hmm. really actually use it and learn it. I give like so much credit to people learning English because English is fucking hard. Yeah. I sh- English speaking people fuck it up. So I know. <laughs> I, I listened back to our podcast. <laughs> you should hear how messed up we are. <laughs> Well, my problem is that my brain's usually ahead of my my mouth, so I mix words and mash words, and I do it all the time, and I just I just keep going. I just plow ahead. <laughs> so I do the same thing. If you guys are really really listening and you hear me fuck some words up, that's just because I just get tongue tied. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, everybody gets like that. I get like that. I'm I'm always thinking of like the next five words I want to say, and then when I go to say it, I'm like. <laughs> I wonder, do people have this issue in other languages? I wonder, like, if Probably. they're speaking in another language and they start to get tongue-tied. I just never really thought of it that way, but that would be pretty funny. <laughs> I would never notice because I don't speak I, other languages. Well, yeah, we wouldn't know. Not really, but... You well, know, it's like a human... I it's like a... It. <laughs> it's almost, it's a human, like, natural type of trait people have where... Especially when you get really excited, you know, and you start yeah. talking really fast and you're like, oh my god, Jamie, shut up. And I'm like, I can't because I got so much to say and I got to do it all in one breath and you're like, Jamie, chill. And I'm like, I don't want to. And then you fuck your words up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, exhibit, energy, exhibit A. <laughs> exhibit A. No. Uh, I've got a lot of energy, so I apologize in advance. You guys are going to be like, Jamie, calm down. I'll be like, I'm sorry. It's because it's the middle of the day and I'm not tired. That's why. I know. And you're excited to do this. I am excited to do this. But no no apologies. No apologies. We're having a good time right now, Jamie. Yeah. Um, so they're cramming for Spanish and they get up because Jen shows up. Before that, she said, Joey cuts him off and says, so where's Jen? And he says... I don't know. Pay attention. Like he doesn't want to talk about it. And I wonder if that's from uh, like, he doesn't want to talk about. I didn't pick that up. So yeah, keep going. Yeah. So he, he cuts her off. She says it twice and he, he really doesn't seem like he wants to talk to her about why he hasn't seen Jen. And I wonder it's, if it's because he's still feeling a little, a certain way from the last episode, uh, the tension when Jen was kissing Pacey, or maybe he doesn't want to talk about his relationship with Joey because of how that whole thing ended with her. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was a weird think with Dawson. It definitely has nothing to do with how it ended between him and, and Joey with that library scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, you know, we find out a little bit later that he's still in denial. Oh, so you're right. Yeah, you're right. 
he's in denial hard time. So um, I definitely think it could be something I didn't pick this up the first time. So that's awesome. But I'm thinking it's probably has to do with his relationship with Jen, because to be honest, Jen, she, I don't know how to describe it. I just don't get like a truthful, like all the stuff she says to him, I'm into you. This is, you know, whatever. I just don't feel like it's genuine coming from her. And I think he's, that's part of the reason why he's so paranoid and struggling is because I think he picks up on it. Yeah. Even though she's like, no, 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 you know, I just, I don't know. I just, uh, that's how I feel. Yeah. Jen, Jen, this episode, uh, she really, she really irritated me. I have to say, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah. So she says, uh, Joey says, is everything going swimmingly? And that's when he says, yeah, they're great. He thought it was getting rough there for a minute, but things are going good. And Joey just says, you know, that's good. And she looks a little disappointed, but there's a silver lining coming. <laughs> um, so the bell rings and then we see Jen actually come down the stairs and um, she acknowledges Dawson's ugly vest, but she doesn't acknowledge Joey at all which I thought was odd. She doesn't say hello to her or and Joey's right behind them when they're walking and still doesn't say anything. And Joey's sort of like paying attention to their conversation. And uh, Dawson asks if they're still in for bowling later. And she says, absolutely. And then that's when Joey just says goodbye and she goes to class, but she slowly lingers because she's still sort of watching there <laughs> like she always does. And um, she's like, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's being a creaker creeper. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, times fast. I know I can't. Creeper, 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 creeper. Um, Jen and Dawson are like talking, and we see Jen look past Dawson, and it's the guy from the red Corvette. It was a Corvette, right? I don't know. It was a red no. car. It was no top. <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, I think I wrote red convertible. So we cut to Joey. And we see that she notices the guy too. So she's like curious. And Jen is now stuttering and asks Dawson if she can catch up with him later. And she just looks like, why is he here? Like, we right. know this is somebody from her past. Um, the song Being Right by Kush is playing. We see Dawson leave. And then Jen walks up to this guy, this mystery man. And Joey's watching the whole thing outside of the classroom door. And um, Jen says... Billy, what the hell are you doing here? So obviously his name is Billy. Yeah. His name, the actor playing him, his name is, I think it's, you pronounce it Ian Bailey. Um, he did a lot of like dramas back then when he did like Dawson's Creek, but he's been in a lot of things. Just look up his IMDb. Um, he's still acting now. But um, Billy says, is that how you greet the love of your life? So we're like, oh no. Oh no. More conflict between Jen and Dawson. Jen says, oh, I'm sorry. Hello, Billy, please leave. And he goes in the, he leans in the kisser and she, she says, no, like she backs off. So he tells her he drove all night to come see her. And she says, it's only a four hour drive. <laughs> and he says he got oh, lost. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I'm trying to find a picture of the car. Uh... Yeah. When I was trying to find pictures of this episode, like hardly anything came up. It was so annoying. Well, I found a picture of um, Pacey in the car with Billy, but I can't see the steering wheel. I don't think it was a Corvette. No, it definitely wasn't, but it was like an older car, but she tells Billy, do you know what my grandmother will do when she finds out you're here? And she says the whole reason she's in Cape side is because of him. So now we know this is the guy, like this is the guy that, she was caught in bed with in her parents' bed before she got shipped to Cape Side. 
Right. Um, you know, she got caught in bed. Her her dad just grabbed her and said, uh, pack a bag and leave. <laughs> That's basically how it happens. Yep. <laughs> I do um, I can't find it. I'm back. <laughs> do I have your attention? <laughs> you have my attention. No more just yup. 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 Yeah, so I was like, bad Jen. Bad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was going through my mind and she you know is like bye Dawson and then she walks over to him and he's like come on take a take a ride with me it'll be like 10 minutes okay I'm counting like she actually went I know what would you do if that happened to you if you're talking to your current boyfriend and your past ex-boyfriend just shows up out of nowhere and you're like oh fuck like do you bring your current boyfriend over or like would you say that's my ex-boyfriend what is he doing here like how do you think you would react to that i don't know i mean what kind of scenario am i in high school (laughs) this this well i'm trying to think how i would be in high school because i think anybody from high school so i don't know all right well then it would have to be like now i would if like so if this if this was me i would be i would be like that's my that's my ex-boyfriend over there like what the hell is he doing here yeah i would not have hit it i would have been no i wouldn't either what are you doing here uh okay awkward and then justin would be like who who is this who's this guy Uh, who's this guy like whatever (laughs) (laughs) that was the love of my life (laughs) and then i met you (laughs) well you see Oh my god. I love this. This is great. Um, but yeah, anyways, I just wanted to like throw something at our head. I was just bad. bad. (laughs) What are you doing, Jen? (laughs) Yeah, she he says, just go for a ride with me. And he says two minutes, and she says, I'll keep the time. And she she goes, yeah, like like let's go for a two minute drive. So like she got she goes with them and somehow they get in the car, fasten your seatbelts, start the engine, pull out of the drive like your parking spot. It's been (laughs) gotta go. (laughs) You can stop right now, I'll get out and walk. Bye. (laughs) I know. But we see Dawson watching the whole time. Dawson's Mm. Dawson sees her leave with this with this guy. So he's clearly doing like fucking uh acrobats and his brain is just going crazy in his head um so now he's like gonna be like shitting his pants in the bathroom from anxiety um but he turns he we hear somebody call his name and suddenly cliff jansen shows up out of nowhere welcome back cliff (laughs) yeah um yeah like it was it made no sense for him to even be in the scene i don't understand why they brought him back but he, unless he had like a contract to be in a certain amount of episodes. Conflict, Steven. <laughs> but he brought no conflict. All they had to say was Cliff Jansen oh. is having a party. We're well, going to go to his party. Think about it this way, okay? You have an ex-boyfriend of Jen's that just showed up. And now you also have the first interest in Jen Dawson's first competition when she first moved in because he showed interest in her and oh, was right. her to do all that stuff right so you've got the first conflict and now you've got the past conflict you know all in, mm-hmm. in one shot i think that's the only thing you know that makes sense to me on why they would bring him back i mean i don't know about his contract who knows but <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, at least as far as the show is concerned, I see why they made that move because uh, it's really messing with Dawson's head. He already is insecure about the relationship. Now you got the ex-boyfriend coming up and now you've got this guy who comes up who was originally interested in Jen, you know, he took her to that, that prom or that dance um, and he's inviting her to his party and is like, oh yeah, you can come too. And do you know if she's got a boyfriend? <laughs> and Dawson's like, oh yeah, me. <laughs> and now we know that it's not known that those two are even, even together. The school doesn't. And Cliff, Cliff's response is like a teeth. You know, they don't even consider them in a relationship. Yeah, in their own school when they're over here kissing in a corner. I'm just. I think Cliff is just so far up his own ass that he just doesn't even notice it. Like he just doesn't. I mean, that's care. true. He never really saw Dawson, even when Dawson existed. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like he yeah. didn't. Even, he could never remember his name. So that's true too. I like it more into this than I than I should. I liked it too when he says, when Dawson says, yeah, I'm her boyfriend. And he goes, really? <laughs> like, that's his response. So surprised. And he was like, yeah, really? <laughs> or we can say the only reason he showed up in this episode was to show off that awesome sweater he was wearing because I really wanted it. I remember that sweater. I remember seeing that sweater back in the day. And I was like, I really like that sweater. I want to get it. I don't even know what his sweater looks like. See, that's... It was all like different colors. It was like very fall. I liked it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send. I'll find like a screenshot. I'll send it to you. The only episode or the, the episode Scott Foley was in for two seconds where he really didn't need to be there. <laughs> that's the episode. Um but yeah so anyway party to happen so somebody had to throw it (laughs) (laughs) yeah and who who knew he had such a big house on the beach like on the beach yeah it's so popular i want to go to a cliff jansen party right (laughs) um (laughs) but in high school not now um now we are back with mitch and gal trying to come up with ideas on how to bond again like we mentioned and gal says what about scuba diving and mitch says sounds expensive but since she's the family breadwinner, it's really not his call. And Gal says she really doesn't care. She just wants to try new things because their therapist thinks it's a good idea to like try to, to bond and get past all this. And Mitch says, well, why didn't you just say so? We've never tried swinging or wife swapping. And I thought that was a really douchey oh, thing to say. Um, Gal just looks at him and says, uh, when are you going to stop punishing me? And he says, when he gets the vision of his wife playing hide the... And then it's like, dot, dot, dot. Like, it was such a dumb line. I didn't like his line reading there. When he says, when it stops hurting. Um, he only had to say it was that. I thought they could have cut that other line out. It was so inappropriate. I think it was just... That was a dumb thing to say. Yeah, he's bitter still. I mean, he already said the other thing. You didn't have to, like, hurt her, hurt her again by saying that. All he had to say was, I'll stop when it stops hurting, gal. Yeah. Like, come on, gal. You fucked Bob for two months. I thought we were great. <laughs> Give me a break. Um, <laughs> so now. <laughs> Back to you, Bob. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay, now we're with, uh, <laughs> we're back with Jen and Billy outside her house. So they clearly drove to her house, like a school over. I don't get it. No, this, all right. So can I just, let me put in for like a second. Uh, no, uh, no. 
when, <laughs> when they're at the high school and she walks over to Billy, um, she's like, you know, if Grams knew you were here, you know, you're the reason why I shouldn't be here. And now we have this episode where they are this scene, I should say, where they're outside Graham's house. Yep. If you don't want Grams to know he's here, why are you at home? I don't know. Because she wants to get caught all the time. Because Jen's messed up. <laughs> it just, it just, I don't know if it was an accident or if they're trying to like, like Jen wants to get in trouble. I, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. Jen is Jen is a broken person, and she she came to Caveside to start like like a whole brand new life. But she's pretending to be somebody that she's not. So all these like I feel like all these little things are starting to creep back up. And I know by uh, season two we start to see like who Jen was before she came to Caveside. But um. I don't know. She's not being truthful with who she really is. And I do think she wanted to be caught. I think I think she didn't care at that point. I mean, maybe she could have used it as an excuse to get him to leave if Graham saw them. Well, maybe. that's not going to happen because Billy ain't going anywhere. So um, <laughs> he he tells her that he's strapped for cash and he he's too tired to make the drive back to New York. So he asks her to find him a place to crash for the night and he'll be gone the next day. We see Dawson walk up and Billy introduces himself. Jen takes Dawson to the side and starts talking to him about who he is because uh, Dawson's like, <laughs> give me the lowdown. Like, who is this guy? And she says, you already, you already know about Billy. And he's like, oh, he's the guy. And Dawson's just really mad. Um, Jen asks Dawson, her current boyfriend, if Billy can stay the night at his house just for the night. And I don't know. <laughs> look, <laughs> I don't I, look, I don't even want to do that with family members. So I would not be allowing my current girlfriends or partners, ex-boyfriend to stay in my house. Okay. It's weird. And it's her asking way too much. I like, I don't even, I don't even know. Like if I was in Jen's shoes, right? I'm from New York and I was in some questionable stuff. I got in trouble. I got sent away. Okay. And I'm trying to to do better. I know that the guy that I was with, even though he uh, treated me right, which if he's, uh, no. Um. Because he's clearly (laughs) older than her. She's 15 or she's 16, she says in this episode. Yeah, I I don't, I don't know. But anyways, so you live at home with your grandmother and she doesn't like this guy. He's here now. And then he's, he just comes off as a loser. Oh yeah, well, I can't go back. I'm too tired. And I'm also strapped for cash. So I need a place to stay. First of all, you just randomly showed up, but no warning, nothing. You randomly mm-hmm. showed up. Uh, well, that was his okay. point. He still didn't even know why, like not really. Um, and now he wants to stay because he wants Jen back. And he doesn't have money because he wants her to invite him into her house. And that backfires on him. So now he's staying with her actual boyfriend, which is fucking stupid. I'm sorry. I don't think that I would want an ex and my current boyfriend like together just because like just your past is your past and you know, your present and future, your present and your future. And there are just certain things that you probably, especially if it didn't like end very well. And in this case, it, it looked like fucking chaos for, you know, for Jen. Um, I just, I don't know what I would say. Like, what would you tell somebody? Like, uh, first of all, it would not be to, uh, well, Wait. you stay here. 
can I, I'll give you an example because this sort of thing kind of happened to me when me and Justin first started dating. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. So, (laughs) okay. So he had like kind of recently broken up with his ex when he met me and me like never dated a guy before my life. So this he's Justin's like the first guy I've ever dated been with. I'm almost like Dawson fucking Leary in this situation. My first and only Jen. My first and only. <laughs> so. Quote, quote. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, so I'm like slowly getting to meet his friends and his one friend who I actually really like now, but back at this time, I thought he was a little fucking creep. Okay. He tells us that uh, he wants us to come out to the bar and to like meet me i guess like to just to get together type of thing and i'm like yeah sure whatever then on the way there justin tells me that his friend invited his ex justin's ex because he was still talking to him at the time i said turn the fucking car around i'm not going and uh he said no i can't i said yeah you can i said i'm not going to this bar meeting your ex-boyfriend hanging out with you and your ex-boyfriend i said i just met you basically and i said i don't know who this kid is or who he thinks he is trying to do this i said but i'm not going to be a part of this i said turn the car around and take me home i'm not i'm not going i'm not being a part of this i eventually settled down <laughs> um the the ex-boyfriend never showed up i guess because he figured i was coming mm. i said to him i said don't you ever pull that shit with me I will never be a part of something I'm not comfortable with. And that's some like fucking weird bullshit stuff that your friend did. And I told his friend about it. Um, not like right at that time. Like I, I was so- sort of like a, <laughs> like I let it like, uh, like simmer. And then, you know, when we were out together again, we were like having a good time. <laughs> yeah. I just said, look, I'm telling you right now, I didn't like what you did. Uh, it gave me a really bad impression of you. And it, like that shit will never happen with me. And it never did ever again. And I really like this kid now. Like Justin's known him since he was a kid. And um, he's one of the funniest people I know. But I will not be put in a situation where I feel uncomfortable. And I know Dawson is just a kid in this, this situation. He's just a kid. And this guy just shows up out of nowhere. Um, so he's living with his parents. But if I was Dawson, I'd tell Jen straight up, nope. You figure it out. He's not my problem. He's your problem. Don't make your problem my problem now. I said, and if you want to be with me, you'll get rid of him. That's how you that's how you should have reacted. Look, I'm pretty black and white with these things. Okay. Like I don't have sympathy. I don't have like I don't care what is in your past, because I'm not a part of that. I'm talking about now. I'm not I I don't know this guy. I don't care to know him. I don't want to know him. He's not sleeping in my fucking room. Get him out of here. It's too bad that Dawson doesn't think that way. You know what I mean? Because he was just like, uh, uh, sure. I just, I, first of all, I would never offer up for him to stay, you know, mm-hmm. with me or with, you know, my current boyfriend. I just, I don't know. First of all, you guys, if you're going to spring a random <laughs> visit on somebody like that, go prepared. Make sure you got money for your own damn place. Or the hotel. <laughs> Please don't try to crash on their <laughs> unless they're single or something yeah. and they're like cool with it. That's fine, but do not be a homewrecker because that's what this guy is doing. And he's putting Jen in a really shitty position, and he's putting Dawson in an awkward position, and Jen's putting Dawson in an awkward position. Yep. Just don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it. Uh, yeah, it's very. This episode is very frustrating to watch. Yeah. Dawson's too nice. 
hated so, him. Yeah, I didn't like him either. But Jen basically begs him, and Billy walks up and puts his bag, his overnight bag, right on Dawson's shoulder. Dick. Like, he's such a douchebag. Dawson looks so mad. Like, you say I show my emotions on my face. <laughs> like, Dawson was clearly showing his emotions on his face. His yeah. his frown was so low. It was, like, basically on his fucking chest. I don't think I can, like, do that with my face, you know? Yeah, he was so <laughs> mad. So, uh, he puts Billy's bag back on his shoulder, and he starts speed walking past him, and Billy's just laughing. Like, he thinks it's fun. Like, this is what Billy does. Like, he just likes tormenting people and making people's lives a living hell. He's he's just a jerk-off. So now we're in Dawson's bedroom with Billy, and uh, he says, it must be weird having your girlfriend's ex here, and uh, that it's a real trip that he's sharing his room with him. And Billy's got the, one of those little towels around his neck, like a fucking hand towel. I will never understand why they do that in movies. What was he doing? Like, was he just washing his face? I don't get maybe, it. Maybe because they were getting ready for bed. He might have been washing his face. If guys even do that. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I have like a regular towel. I mean, everybody's different, yeah. but I, I don't like keep a hand towel and wrap it around my neck. It's weird. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I think jocks or whatever might do that if they're sweating and they're trying to cool off and it's just somewhere easy to put it, I guess. But so Billy's Billy, saying, um, huh? Billy yeah. just plants doubt and... <laughs> Go ahead, say it again. Huh? What? Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, all right, then. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, Dawson just reminds Billy that it, he's only staying till tomorrow. And uh, Billy says, yeah, yeah, right. Um, and he's looking around his room and he asks Dawson if he's some kind of film buff. And um, he holds up Dawson's E.T. doll. And Dawson says it's the collector's item. Item. <laughs> Which is really funny because Billy brings it up to Jen later and Jen says the same thing. It's a collector's item. I know. That was funny. I thought that was cute. That was really funny. So Dawson says if he plans on staying longer, um, then he should know. And so should Jen. It's the only right thing to do. And Billy tells him he has no intention on leaving until Jen throws him over and comes back to him. And we can see Dawson getting all worked up. And uh, he says, what's it going to be? Is he going to get daddy to remove him or will he do it himself? And then Billy just starts laughing and tells him he's all twerked up over nothing. But he basically just told Dawson why he was there. Yeah. Um, so I would full on believe what he just said because he's being truthful. Like, why would he just say that? I'd be like, get the fuck out of my house. That's what I w- I'd push him out my open window. That's what I would do. <laughs> I'd be like, get the fuck out. Um, the <laughs> I have I have zero patience. <laughs> oh, so, like, he's so irritating. So Billy tells Dawson that he should be taking full advantage of knowing what Jen was like in New York, or he should be taking advantage of Billy. Like he should know what Jen was like. Right. And Dawson tells him that Jen told him everything. So Billy keeps egging him on and saying he doesn't even know the half of it. And uh, he says, did she fill in the blanks to make the story a story, which really gets Dawson going even more because after that, we see him go knocking on Joey's door and joey's sitting there with the baby i'm so confused was this the next day i think so it had to be right i think it's the weekend now right yeah we're on the weekend okay yeah because it's saturday it's clips the day of the beach party right Right. okay right that was friday now it's saturday yeah oh the timing of this episode is confusing um so yeah joey dawson's at joey's joey is telling him to be quiet because he's gonna wake up the baby and um, we do see a little bit more of her living room. 
<laughs> she's sitting in a chair in the corner and then we see another like crib or something right because the baby's sleeping in the crib embarrassment, yeah yeah and um joey's i th- she's just sitting there reading anyway so dawson's all hyped up as usual and he says joey my life is becoming the punchline of a seriously disturbed joke joey is shushing him trying to get him to be quiet because the baby's sleeping she tells him if he wakes him up his life will be over dawson tells joey everything joey says oh so that's who that cute guy was <laughs> she really knows how to rile him up i know she loves it it's funny mm-hmm. joey tells him like what's the big deal like she's she's with him jen's with him like calm down right and Dawson says her ex-boyfriend comes into town and suddenly bowling sounds pretty lame. And Joey says bowling is always lame. <laughs> bowling always sounds lame. Listen, and I love bowling, okay? I love bowling. Look, there was bowling. a time where I went bowling like almost every weekend with my friends. And I was like really good at it too. It was fun lie. when it's at night. They turn the black lights on, the really loud music. And you're just, you know, trying to knock the pin down with your ball. <laughs> Like you're bowling? <laughs> like, you're, like you do when you bowl? Yeah. So I just, I love it. Yeah, I haven't gone bowling in a while. No. Um, so yeah, Dawson tells Joey, if he tells Billy to leave, he looks insecure and jealous. And if he lets him stay, he looks like a patsy. And he turns around all dramatic and he says he thinks relationship issues run in his family. And Joey rolls her eyes. <laughs> like she's, her eyes should be in the back of her head by now. Um <laughs> And she tells him his problems aren't that original. Divorce and dysfunction run rampant in their town. And she tells Dawson to just relax. His problems will be over before he knows it. And he'll move on to bigger and better things. He says thank you and like taps her on the shoulder. Like, thanks, pal. Like type of thing. And uh, he slams the door as he leaves and wakes up baby Alexander. And again, Joey looks so fucking tired. I just want to like make note of this too. The difference between how Dossie is with Dossie. Dawson is with the Basie. <laughs> I was thinking of Pasty. That's why. When Dawson, not Dossie. <laughs> the way Dawson is. Oh my God, Dossie. <laughs> the ship name. <laughs> I wonder how many people have uh, fanfic on that one. Oh my Dossie. God. You know what? True, Dossie. So, um, how Dawson is with the baby compared to how Pacey is with her baby brother later. Um, I'm just saying. I get what you're getting at. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to Google Dossie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, but Dawson's just not considerate at all Mm-mm. when it comes to, to Joey and the way that her life is right now with the baby. And Yeah, and she's so fucking overexhausted. She's like, I got to. Go to school and do all this stuff, and this fucking kid is waking me up all the time. <laughs> He's here. Yeah, right? And then next thing you know, Dawson's coming over with all of his issues, and she's just like, I just need to do this so I can go to sleep, and she can't. because. And then he wakes the baby up. You know, don't wake the baby up. Oh, he wakes the baby up, and now she's back to not being going to get this baby to go to sleep. Yeah, so. because all he does is care about himself. So now we are with Jen and Dawson. They're talking. Yep. She's thanking him for letting Billy crash at his house house and dawson says billy isn't here to watch the leaves change color he knows he's there to get jen back and he says i don't know if you think i'm super evolved which he's not or plain oblivious which he is to everything but you know this is really and he doesn't he she cuts him off she tells him that she told billy it was over between them but it's difficult because she left new york so fast she didn't have any closure with him and she says billy was the only guy who treated her with respect which is 
kind of rude because did he though? <laughs> oh no. well, because yeah, Dawson uh, doesn't t- treat her with any respect at all, right? So, uh, yeah, that was kind of rude. But did he yeah. really treat her with respect though? So Dawson asks, "Are you going back with him?" And she pauses. She doesn't answer him. Why? The she's hell? so confused. I just, I don't even, it's really not that confusing, though. If you have feelings about, like, in that kind of way, I don't know. I just, Jen just pissed me off so much on this because she just didn't know what to do. And she was completely indecisive. But the fact that she hesitated was enough to feed into Dawson's, like, is enough to give him validation for his insecurities. Yeah. Because he was insecure. He was starting to have doubts. Billy comes. He's now, he's really having doubts. And then. He asked her a point blank question that should have been easy and an immediate response. And she hesitated and it was like validation for him on his issues. Um, It was just like the episode last week when Joey says, are you um, attracted to him? Yeah. And she doesn't answer right away. No, she goes, I like him the best. She's like, that's not what I asked. I asked you if you were attracted to him. Are you physically, do you want his body? (laughs) Do you want his penis in your vagina? And she's like, "Mm, I don't know. You know what? In the you know where. <laughs> Anybody? Damn. Song. I'm older than you. <laughs> I don't know what that song is. That, that band is Bloodhound Gang. Oh, forget it. Is oh, it I know. I've heard of them. I don't know that song. They do um they do all kinds of stuff, but they did they do they did a lot. Their album Hooray for Boobies is awesome. I'm just gonna say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check them out. <laughs> I love babies. <laughs> oh my God. I can't even with you. Oh my gosh. All right. So-, so Dawson tells Jen that they were invited to Cliff Elliott's. I thought it was Cliff Jansen. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long pause between both of us. <laughs> Uh, anyway, they were me. You're the one who knows all the character names, okay? (laughs) I thought it was Jansen. I guess Cliff Elliott. Where did I get Jansen? Uh, Brendan Johnson, right? Uh, No, no, I'll have to look that up. (laughs) Wait a minute, what's his name? Wait a minute, wait a minute, supernatural. Oh, Jensen Ackles, 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 Ackles. Yeah, I used to think I used to think he was so cute. (laughs) Who Jensen? Yeah, totally. He is cute, but I think he's a douchebag. I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I'm never gonna meet him. So (laughs) (laughs) I can make up his personality. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Wait, now I gotta find out who is what his full name is. Elliot. No wonder that Dawson is freaking out. Cliff Elliott sounds right. Where the hell did I get Cliff Jansen? <laughs> don't know. Were you watching Supernatural? <laughs> That's weird. Anyway, Dawson's freaking. No one, honestly, though, no wonder why he's freaking out because Jen's confused now, and she even goes, "She's like, I don't know, I'm confused." Yeah. So he wants Jen to go with him to Cliff's party, and he wants Billy gone, and he wants everything to go back to normal. And Jen tells him that she can't just throw him out. And Dawson says, of course, because he treated you with respect. Last I checked, so did I. And how do I get repaid? By having the guy who had you everywhere from Battery Park to your parents' bed dumped on me as my new bunkmate. That was so rude. (laughs) 
so, it's so rude though like he constantly sl- slut shames her yeah he really does ever since he found out about her history or her past and i just want to make another note too um that Dawson said the same thing. I just want to go back. And I, isn't that something that Gail said very similar to Mitch? You can't go back in your relationship. The only thing you can do is try to fix it and move forward. And I think that their thinking process like that, I've even been in a relationship where, you know, it didn't end so well. And that breakup, I think, lasted for like a day. And then it was like, I want to go back to how things were. And that lasted for a week. And then it was done. Like, you can't go backwards you can only move forward so if you move Uh forward with that person or another person is one thing but you have to figure out how to make it work with the past the past is not it may you know disappear but it never goes away in that sense you have to just learn to live with it because you know before that incident you know it doesn't exist anymore it's only after the incident so then you have to figure out how to either move on together with that incident in your past or you go your separate ways um that's really that's really smart it's true Mm -hmm. you know because if you're not evolving too as a person or as a relationship as a couple then like what are you doing you like yeah you really can't constantly like you can't go back to what you were like yeah i agree with you 100 percent with everything you just said so true you can't be the same person forever too that phrase that everybody says you know i'm not the same person i am today than i was back then is Mm -hmm. true because as you experience you learn you mature you grow and your personality and things, you know, they change because of the actions and the things that you've been through. So even, and it goes the same thing with relationships, relationships grow and evolve and you either grow together or you grow separately. Mm-hmm. So, Agreed. Agreed. Thanks for um, coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So Jen tells him to be fair. It's not the easiest situation she's in right now. And what would happen if his ex-girlfriend appeared and caused all of this mess, which is so funny because we just gave each other that hypothetical as well. Um, Dawson tells her it would never happen because she's his first and only first and only. He's just trying to prevent Billy's ex from becoming his ex as well. I like that bit of a dialogue. Settle down. <laughs> they, so the the constant like the the constant dial the constant your ex from being my ex she's my ex now she's going to be your ex like Billy and Dawson have this line these dialogue read like readings throughout the whole episode and I had to like rewind it a couple of times to pay attention because I said what the fuck are they saying yeah. like it's so it, it was so annoying it's like saying something about I know that you know that I know that you know that you know they don't know, know we know they know we know we know yeah, yeah. That, You're just saying whatever, it over and over that is and it's just like can you slow down and now I gotta figure out who knows what like, exactly I, we all know that everybody knows that's all I need to know okay got it like, <laughs> it was just a funny way to it was just a funny way for them to say the line I guess but yeah it was funny um jen tells him (laughs) jen tells him jen tells him her feelings for him haven't changed and just to try to understand that and he says unfortunately i think i do and he walks off he storms off like the drama queen that he is um queen of drama (laughs) yep so now we're at screenplay video with pacey it's like the first scene that he's in of the episode i feel like I don't no, think... he was in the beginning. He was the one who almost got ran over by Billy. Oh like, my god, yeah. Time. I totally forgot. <laughs> How long that. have we been talking? <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that was three episodes ago. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, this episode when I was um 
when I watched it again, it there's so many things happening throughout it too. And just even reading my notes off, I totally forgot that. And I'm like, oh, right. That's how we were introduced to Billy. And you're, you're putting too many notes down, I think. I actually didn't have as many notes this time than I did last time. <laughs> Jamie, I need to be thorough, okay? I'm sorry. It's okay. I have to be a thorough podcaster now. It's my life. It's my goal in life. Okay? This is my life. Podcasting <laughs> is my life. We told everybody that we were going to give them a breakdown. And damn it, we'll give you a breakdown. My friend Tamara actually told me, she said she listened to the hurricane episode and she said, um, uh, she listened to, she says it was really good. She liked our, um, how we break everything down scene by scene. And she likes, uh, our, um, our rapport. She didn't say rapport, but you, huh? Own banter. Yeah. Like you understand what I'm saying. And it made me feel good. But I said, well, did you watch the episode before you listen? And she goes, no, because you literally break everything down scene by scene. I was like, well, that's our point. That's the point of our show. <laughs> you don't need to watch it. We'll turn a 40-minute episode into two hours and you're going to love every second of it. <laughs> exactly. And if people don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> don't. Uh, no, they're here to listen to our lovely personalities. We know. Exactly. So Pacey is at Screenplay Video. He's watching some horror movie. And Joey comes in looking ragged as hell. I feel so bad for Joey this episode. Yeah. She has some funny dialogue in this this scene, though. Um, Yeah. She asks Pacey if she can rent the English patient. Pacey says that the movie blows. He says that movie blows. And she says, get ready for it. It's the only movie that will put the baby to sleep. In fact, it's the only thing that put the baby to sleep because the baby never sleeps. And if the baby doesn't sleep, then I don't sleep. And I don't. And if I don't sleep, I get angry. I get irritable. And I no longer maintain my sunny disposition. So Pacey, if you have the slightest bit of human decency, you'll rent this movie to me immediately and bring 181 minutes of peace in my otherwise wretched life. <laughs> she says it's it so fast. I loved it. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Oh, and she's so mad and so tired. And she's like, just give me the goddamn movie. Um, But he tells her, fine. But in his professional opinion, (laughs) she doesn't need a video store. Uh, She needs a pharmacy. (laughs) And uh, this is when Joey brings up Jen's ex. And Pacey says he met him. He's a real charmer. Uh, Joey says, (laughs) she says, so what's the party line? Think she'll go back to him? Return to her wanton New York ways? (laughs) I like that she said, what's the party line? (laughs) And Pacey says he doesn't know. But if Jen did ditch Dawson for Billy the Kid, which they call him like a hundred times throughout this episode, it should have been called Billy the Kid. um, Wouldn't that please a certain someone they both know? So uh, Joey is being so sarcastic. And she tells Pacey that she's not one to stand in the way of true love. But if Jen really does love this guy, what can they really do about it? (laughs) So this is when Pacey starts to set Joey straight. And uh, he tells her, He never took a particular interest in her life because, frankly, her life isn't particularly interesting, (laughs) which I'm sure he'll eat those words uh, in later seasons. Life's Um, about to get interesting for them, I guess. (laughs) But uh, he says, but there's one thing that she needs to know. You've been enjoying the fact that Jen's ex is in town. And Joey says it's intriguing. Even he has to admit it. And Pacey says... That this is the wedge that she's been waiting for that's going to drive Jen and Dawson apart. And Joey doesn't know what to say. 
She's like stuttering. She just He's is like, her out, man. He's calling uh-huh. her out. This is what you've been waiting for. And I know it because he, you know, it's really funny though. I mean, they have been friends for a while, but he's not oblivious the way that Dawson is oblivious. And he says, I never pay attention to your life, but he seems like he's kind of paying attention a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wonder if <laughs> it is, it, but like, it is so obvious, but you do wonder like, well, what is Pacey saying? You know what I mean? But you do start to notice when somebody's starting to change and be different around you. I don't know. If, if you are super close to somebody, if you're best friends with somebody, there can be a time, like there are times where you do notice that that person that you're best friends with is starting to treat you differently, or they might think of you differently. And the fact that Dawson doesn't understand that Joey looks at him as more than a friend from the last episode where she broke down in front of him, right. it's, it really is like, just like naive writing. Yeah. It's stupidity now, not even like for Dawson to not even, I could understand him being, you know, a little blinded for a while because, you know, he doesn't see her that way. So he's not looking for those signs. And And his focus is Jen. Right. And I I totally, I understand that even though he's super uh, oblivious, but after the last episode, I completely agree with you. The way that she reacted, how everybody else in that library reacted, they know. And he doesn't have a fucking clue. No, he's just like, still, still he's like in La La Land. Uh, but yeah, so Joey and Pacey are we're still in the video store. And basically, Pacey just kind of calls her out. You know, yeah, she says. Just- Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. You, he you says, he says, the three of us, we've been friends too long. And up until now, I've stood idly by and watched this all go down. But it's time to lay this on the line. You have some raging hormonal obsession for our friend Dawson. And you just can't wait to get your hooks into him. But good, can you? And Joey is just really pissed. And she goes, bite me, Pacey. I remember when they would show that scene in the commercials for the show. And um, I would get so excited. I'd be like, oh, my God, like, they're going to, like, bring this all up soon. Joey's going to finally, like, tell him. I was so invested in that whole thing. Uh, Um, And, you know, my favorite thing about this, too, is, you know, she's mad at him now. You know, bite me, Pacey. And his response, be kind, rewind. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, (laughs) that was funny. (laughs) Like, he has no, he doesn't even care that she's angry because he's so used to her anyways. But it was just just really funny to me because it just reminded me of Blockbuster. And, you know, when you would walk up, instead of going in the store, they'd have the slot. You drop your movies in, your VHSs. And it said right above it, be kind, rewind, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Um. We were talking about Blockbuster the other day because there was one right, uh, like right where I lived, and it was like right near my old job. So like, if, if I was walking to work, because I live so close, I would stop there, and I loved it when they would do the um, buy one get one half off movies, or like they would give you coupons, and I would buy so many new movies and just stack them for like the weekend. It was almost like a Dawson type of thing where I would just there like watch movies. Um, but yeah. I miss Blockbuster. But um, now we're back with Mitch and Gal. They're coming back from their scuba lessons. And I noticed that they're wearing really heavy winter clothes. Because I was like, well, where are they scuba diving? And Mitch later says they're at the Y. They were doing it at the Y. Um, Mitch says, what's your problem? <laughs> Gal says, they just start arguing about 
the scuba lessons and how he basically abandoned her. And now he's like getting mad because he says, now that's funny. I'm the one getting bitched after leaving you. And um, she just keeps telling him like, you know, the scuba instructor said this and this and this. And we see Dawson listening from his bedroom door. And he's just like shuts the door because he can't listen to it anymore. You know what else I liked in this episode? They use these guitar solos. Um, it's you you don't really like notice it until you are like noticing it. But it was the same music that they played during the um the the episode with the hurricane, hurricane episode and baby with Tamara and Pacey. Um and I actually found it was like 15 minutes for one. And like the other one was like 20 minutes, but the composer of all this music on YouTube, I'll have to send it to you, but it starts off like the, like how the pilot episode starts. And I wonder if this piece with the guitar is in one of those, but it's, it was really good. I'll have to send it to you. Um, Yeah. Like when I was telling Justin, I want what I wanted. I said, listen to this for um, use this music as inspiration kind of (laughs) like that's the kind of that's the kind of sound i'm going for um so now we're at the ice house and they're like super busy joey's rushing around uh she's waiting on this lady and she's trying to figure out what she wants and joey's like everything here is great (laughs) just pick something and uh bessie's yelling at, at her to take another table meanwhile she's still waiting on this lady who just wants a coffee and she's passing by, going to every single table, and nobody will stop calling for her. I was like, does this place not have more than one waitress? <laughs> Apparently not. They're slammed, and it's just it's just her. And, and I Bessie. understand her frustrations, man, because she's just like, this one lady's like, uh-huh, um, what? <laughs> do I want this? I don't know. Mm, this, mm, do I want that? Um, okay. And she's like, literally, lady, everything's good. Just pick something, you know? And oh, uh, maybe I'll start with a coffee. Great. I'll get that. Be right back. What, what, what? And then, like, literally, not even like eight seconds later, where's my coffee? <laughs> I was like, she, she barely walked away. <laughs> what? Lady, she didn't even breathe yet. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't even take like her third breath, and you're asking for coffee. It took that long just to walk to the coffee station. I know boy Joey and she's so tired and Bessie and Bessie's not even like like stressed out she's just like I just had a kid (laughs) I just had a baby like handling everything (laughs) I know she's like watching the kid all the time uh, trying to go to school (laughs) that household is so dysfunctional (laughs) um so this is when Pacey shows up so they just had this funny like interaction at this at screenplay and um you, like this is how you can tell they're like really genuine friends because they're ragging on each other and now they're going to like go hang out at a party you know he he didn't even you know think twice about what he was saying before because he was like you know be kind rewind i'll see you later you know and then he after having that kind of like calling her out on her bullshit he comes in and he's like joey i never talked to you you know what i mean like it doesn't even face him and i just love it and yeah so she's they make sense to me. He uh he asks her if he uh wants to crash Cliff's party with him and she says basically wait, I have it written down. He, she, she goes Pacey literally is like, I need a date and I thought of you. <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> She goes, Ah, oh, thank you, Satan, for completing this night of horrors by sending one of your disciples to finish me off. <laughs> 
love her. I love her so much. I swear her character is awesome. She is. That's why she I, would be I, my type of friend. I think. I think like she would be the type of friend I would want in school. I have to say though. I mean, we'll get into it when we start watching later seasons. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of this part of her character wears off. I don't think she becomes this uh, like sarcastic type. She, I don't know. I don't remember her being, there's something so special about season one and her character in season one and even some of season two, but season one is so different than the rest mm-hmm. of the, the series as it goes on. And, um, cause like when I'm, when I'm Googling the show for the, for the, um, Instagram and all this stuff, and I'm trying to like find facts and pictures, the pictures go further into the seasons and I go, Obviously, people get older and whatever. No, she clear. was a, but she like she was a kid when she did the pilot, and she's like in her early twenties as the show ends. But I'm like, wow, she really does look older as like they all do. But they she, yeah. but she just, I just love Joey from season one. She's my favorite character. She's the whole reason I started watching the show. I mean, I told this a million times, but um. The whole um This is Joey's Creek, not Dawson's Creek, okay? Yeah. <laughs> somebody she was in an, doing an interview um I watched recently and somebody said, you know, people thought the show should have been called Joey's Creek and not Dawson's Creek because you your character did become a big focus of the show as it went on. And she was so sweet. She said, you know, oh well that you know that was really nice but we all knew that the show was based on Dawson and Dawson's family and the like Dawson's world and we were just parts of his world as it went on and um she's she basically said something like she's glad that her character had such a um like people looked at her and yeah an impact and like looked at her the way they did so that was like the Katie Holmes that I loved. And I don't know. I just, I just really love Katie Holmes and Joey Potter from season one and the whole series, but I don't know. There's something special about the season. And I feel like I'm going to be so disappointed when we start watching later. Oh, we're going to be fine. Uh, but yeah. she's just so sarcastic and, and, you know, I just love it. But um, Pacey needs a date and the thought of Joey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and she, uh, she basically says, no, she's got a list of, shit to do at the at the restaurant and there's a scene where Pacey's just following her around and she's grabbing dishes off this table and he's she's piling up in his arms and she's in front of this old lady and she grabs dishes and she's like ah sorry excuse me <laughs> she just starts handing them to him. helping he doesn't even say anything he's just following no, he's just... her around and i feel her like around. i would do that i'd be like yeah. whatever let's go i just i i mean i can understand and respect the the joey and dawson dynamic but i love the pacey and joey dynamic like i just i just it's so effortless i think well i really hope i can see it when we start watching it <laughs> Um, so he asks her, when was the last time she had fun? And she says, don't ask. And he says, well, Dawson will be there alone. And this is when Bessie comes up and she basically tells her to go. Her relief is coming, even though it's so busy. 
She just starts pulling off um, Joey's like apron that she's wearing. Yeah. And Joey's like, what are you doing? She's like, no, go. And did you see Bessie's face as Pacey's pulling Joey out of the, the store and she's peeking around the corner? She has like this goofy grin on her face. And I don't know if it's because yeah. she knows that Dawson's going to be at this party alone and she overheard them or because Pacey's taking her and she's doing something new. I you know, think it's something fun and not her normal. Let me you know, run around. I think it's both. Yeah. Because remember the, the first episode when she puts lipstick on her? Because she knows she's going out with yeah. boys, I guess. So she's trying to make her look like girly. So she's like, all right, this guy wants to take you to a party. Just go with him. Like, enjoy yourself. And, you know, maybe you'll get lucky and either kiss him or Dawson. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Or, in this or both. Some, some random drunk uh, guy yeah. who probably isn't quite as random because he seems to know who everybody is. <laughs> yeah, he does. And I, <laughs> we've never met him. Or his long hair. <laughs> uh, but Bessie's smile really made me laugh a little bit because I was like, I mean, I see a smile in a different way because it's excitement because, you know, Pacey's the one dragging joey out and everybody knows how i feel about them but she did she did linger for a while it was almost like a sitcom where she was just like just like staring like bye sure a lot of it is oh she recognizes the fact that joey does do a lot for her and she's running herself ragged and she needs a break and i think she recognizes that too exactly our next scene is uh we see dawson changing his shirt all right he's getting changed for cliff's party he takes off this long sweater and under that is another long sleeve shirt. And I'm assuming it was sort of, it wasn't a thermal. It was almost like a long sleeve t-shirt type shirt. Like a cotton shirt. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'd be sweating to death. Like how, how are you wearing that? But he's getting like irritated. He reminded me of myself when I'm getting dressed to go somewhere. And we see Mitch come in. (laughs) Mitch asks, where's Billy the kid? It's like our 50th reference of Billy. And Dawson says, my guess is he's hanging out with his ex-girlfriend, who happens to be his current girlfriend, which is why he's going solo to this party. See, there's another part of that, that whole thing. Dawson tells him that there are a couple of nice guys, which stopped being a desirable character trait about a half a century ago. And Mitch tells him he's the last person who should be giving him romantic advice. But it seems that every relationship has a share of disappointment and pain. I did like what he says to him. Yeah. He says anyone honest and mature. And I mean, he should be mature. He's an adult, but, but he's also seeing him. I think he's looking at himself now too and seeing what he's doing wrong. And he's saying, don't do what I'm doing. Just, you know, I a hundred percent agree with you. I think it is a pivotal moment for him now that he's having this conversation about the situation that Dawson's in. And it kind of just kind of sees a different light and how he's been reacting because it really comes through with the way that they end the episode with him and and Gail. So I think you're on to something. He tells Dawson, anyone who hasn't been hurt is either very lucky or very lonely. And that's a very true statement. I think the trick is to get through it. Compromise, tears, scuba lessons at the local Y. And I have no idea if that works. Now we see Jen with Billy near the river. The background is this bridge that I have a picture of. And um, <laughs> what? Uh, see. <laughs> uh, what are you serenading us with now? <laughs> are, oh, are you seeing under yeah. the boardwalk? It's not, no, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think it's a different part. I, don't I, I feel like you were singing down by the river. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's um, what did I say? Down by the sea? 
Yeah, well, that was the second part. I said something else, but it was really quiet. <laughs> I'm yeah, you were, what I said. you were mouthing it. <laughs> um, so Billy tells her how bad he just wants to scoop her up and take her back home with him. And she says she ends up just turning back around because Cape Side is now her home. And Billy says, I can't believe you're leaving me for a guy with an E.T. doll on his bed. <laughs> and that's what she says. It's a collector's <laughs> item. Collector's and Billy says, it's a doll. <laughs> Jen tells Billy it was good to see him, but she really needs to go find Dawson at this party. And he tells her he'll only leave if she gives him a goodbye kiss. And she says, <laughs> yeah, like I would have been like, go fuck off. Like, really? I want, I don't understand why she's with him this whole time. If I was Dawson, I'd break up with her. I really would. I'd be like, you want to go be with him? Go be with him. Like you're really off- like being offensive to me and uh, disrespecting me because you're with your ex-boyfriend right now. I don't care if you didn't have closure with him. There's a fucking phone. You can call him. Be like, uh, so we're breaking up. I, I got a new boyfriend, my own age. And uh, don't ever come here because if you do, I'm going to tell you to go back to New York. I don't like, leave me the fuck alone. Um, so... She actually kisses him for like a split second, which is still wrong to me. I don't understand. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that it wasn't a lingering kiss. It was super short. She, the, it was a brush of the lips, and she backed off and was like, "I'm out." Um, of course, he made it into a bigger deal than it was. Yep. But I agree. He's that an it asshole. Should, it shouldn't have happened at all to begin with. Nope. The only time something like that happens is if there's feelings still in the mix. And uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, we're now at the beach party at Cliffs. And Damn It by Blink-182 is playing. I know! <laughs> Do you want to sing that? <laughs> Dude, I got so excited when um, I really, I love the music that they play in these episodes. But I was so excited when they were playing Blink-182 because I listen, I listen to Blink-182 still. I love Blink. I love Blink. I love that entire genre of music. Uh-huh. Um amongst other ones but i still listen it reminded me of um you know like 1985 from bowling for soup and it talks about like how older it talks about like adults listening to music from when they were a kid right and it's kind of making fun of them well there's actually a video out on tiktok and they they uh, like remixed it i guess they did they updated the lyrics and it's basically them making fun of our music because <laughs> we still listen to that music and it's oh that's it's funny. funny so like they've got you know blink 182 and all that stuff in there instead now and it's making fun of all of us well that's like kids i guess i don't know <laughs> that's like when we were when i was a kid um, we would listen to the oldie station in the car all the time, uh, like my dad always did. And we, me and my brother and sister would be like, you know, when we're old, the music we listen to is going to be the oldies. Yeah. And I remember when we were driving and they played like a Whitney Houston song or something on the oldie station. And I was like, it's not even that old. Like this was from when I was a kid and it's oh. really the oldies. Oh, it freaked me out. Uh, what do they consider the oldies? Like, if it's over 10 years old, because I'm telling you, half music I listen to is probably about 20, oh, uh, no. 25 years old. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. Music is um, timeless. <laughs> music is timeless. Hey, you like what you like, and that's uh-huh. just what it is. And I like. And I say it a lot during our show, but I love that I can listen to a song and it it can make me feel so many different emotions and it can take me to a place in my. A, a time in my life when, um, like, I remember that song. It's so funny because a thing popped up on my um, Facebook today, like your memories or whatever. Time mm-hmm. popper, yeah. Yeah, and I posted something uh, about Adele's 21 album, I think it was, her song, Someone Like You. 
And I wrote to Justin, which is so cringy because I like, I hate when people write to their partners on Facebook or whatever, but I just, I tagged him in it, I guess. And I said, this song reminds me of our trip to upstate New York. It wasn't the best trip or the most amazing trip, but this song reminds me of it, which makes it a fun trip. And like, I'll always have that memory. You know what I mean? And every time I hear that song, it reminds me of going to upstate New York. It's weird. I don't know. It's really, um, really nice. Yeah, it's it's really nice when you can have those type of moments. It just sucks. So when I was in school, like high school or whatever, and I had a boyfriend, we always like found a song and it was our song. Don't do that, guys, because when the relationship doesn't work, you can't listen to that fucking song ever again. Okay? Don't do it. Just don't do it. All right? <laughs> Unless you're getting married and even then just be mindful because if that marriage doesn't work out you're never going to want to listen to that song again and it really sucks when you love it um me and justin have a song we have a couple of songs we do we so the night we met (laughs) well that one definitely because he wrote (laughs) it and i you know um so when the night we met we were dancing together and i wasn't even out yet he was just coming on to me and the whole night i thought he was gonna like say shit to me i really did i thought this guy Cause at that point people were like saying stuff to me a-, a lot like, Oh, Oh, that's Steve. Oh, you're gay. We like just come out that type of stuff. And I was just like, leave me alone. Like, stop like bothering me that. And I didn't even think I was like being so like out there about myself. <laughs> like, I wish I could be like a fly on the wall and like, just watch myself and see how I was like acting. But how do they know? Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> understand. Um, so I remember we were uh, we were all like a bunch of us were dancing and uh, Nelly Furtado's Maneater came on because at that time I really, really liked that song. It's uh, um, it's her remix of the Hall & Oates song Maneater. And I just really liked that song. And we were all dancing and me and Justin were together. Um, like he was on one side and I was on the other. But our girlfriends that we, that our mutual friends were all together, too. So they all slowly disappeared and it was just me and him dancing. And that's when I was just like, well, this is weird. We're just two guys dancing together. And he was like, well, why is it weird? And I said, because we're just two guys dancing. And he goes, well, aren't you gay? And I said, like, I didn't even get like, I wasn't even mad at him. I was just like, so over it at that point. And I just said, um, I'll be back. And I just go to the bathroom. And he was like, I didn't mean to offend you. I'm really like, I, I didn't mean it. Cause I think my one friend told, told him, I think, I think he's gay. Just go for it. And, um, we did go for it later that night. <laughs> Stephen came out, <laughs> but, um, but, uh, so yeah, we, we always, uh, say that's our song. Cause that's the first song we ever danced to. But I always said, if we ever did get married, I wanted to do a duet of Islands in the Stream by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. <laughs> oh my God. We sing it all the time. We sing it in the car. I don't think um, and I have one. It's That's so okay. funny. We <laughs> sang it one time and uh, it, we were like entertaining my niece when she was real little. And we were singing it in the basement of my parents' house. And we she was so like, like just watching us sing it. And um yeah and then when we stopped she was like no more like she was so little and i was just like we really entertained her but yeah that's like always one of those funny things too i'm like well i'm like obviously dolly and you're kenny because i have a higher voice yeah 
that's all the metal I listen to. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard the metal you listen to. <laughs> um, Go jump in front of a train. Go jump no. on the. <laughs> oh my god, you listen to this. <laughs> Uh, for those of you, I listen to everything, but I have a favorite towards obviously the old pop punk, you know, whatever. And then I love metalcore. So what does that mean? Metalcore. It's yeah. not like hardcore metal, but not, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like screamo <laughs> meets metal meets, I don't know. Like good. this? Wait, I'll imitate no, it. Don't, it. Just don't know. Is it like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's what it sounds like to me no i'm gonna lose my voice by the end of this no no no. you know what i can't stand though no they sing like the stuff that i listen to it's not just all screaming or anything i can't stand that but i really cannot stand when they sound like squealing pigs (laughs) (laughs) my brother listens to some stuff and i don't even know what it is i'm like i don't understand what they're saying all they're doing they just sound like squealing pigs like they just squeal the entire time and i just it's not words and it's actually like he's singing the words and i'm listening to my brother and i'm like this is like a whole other language oh god it, it's insanity but that's neither here nor there so we're listening to blink 182 at the <laughs> we're at the beach party <laughs> and uh joey's standing there and she looks bored pacey comes over and asks her if she's having fun and she says oh yeah time of my life i'm ready for the group hug whenever you are i just want to say Again, I know I say this a lot that I just want to say, but I just want to say that Pacey's paying attention to her. And yeah, he's being a good like, friend too. He's being a really good friend. And that's like, he he is trying to get her out. He knows she's stressed out after the whole conversation alone that they had at the movie, you know, the movie store. He's trying to get her to come out mm-hmm. and he does. And he, even if he dangles Dawson in front of her to do it. Um, and then he's not leaving her alone at a party, which I really, really like because if you've ever gone to parties, sometimes that happens. Your friends meet other friends and they everybody kind of breaks up. Yeah. Um, I've never had to experience you know, being left behind in that kind of way. I never got drunk enough where that was happening. I was usually the mother hand of the group, but so I was like Pacey in this, in this instance, but I really love that he didn't just go flirt with other girls and disappear. Yeah. At least he let her know about it. <laughs> he yeah. said, I'm... and he was constantly watching her too. Like yes. he, he never lost sight of her. And you see that throughout this, this party. Exactly. So like, go ahead. Continue. No, I agree with that. I, I, I like that too. He's being a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he, he says he sees a girl that he likes and he asks Joey how he looks and she goes like the before picture in an ad for geek remover. <laughs> I love them. I love them so much. <laughs> um, so this is when Dawson appears and sees Joey and they have some cute dialogue about being on the JV football team and how cheerleading has opened up so many doors. And then she like rolls her eyes and she, she does this like cute laugh. And then Dawson says, how about one quick drink? And then we hit the video store and she says, I thought you'd never ask. Dawson's getting their drinks and here comes Jen out of nowhere. And she starts to apologize to him and he gives her a quick kiss on the, on the mouth and is basically like, it's fine. Like, just let's get past this or whatever, which is very adult. I guess after he listened to his father's advice, he just said, I don't want to sit here and argue, but. I mean, in like two minutes, we're going to see it all go to hell again. So he just totally blows off Joey. Yeah, he just totally forgot. Another chink in him because I hated him for doing that. He's like, I'm going to get you a drink and then just doesn't come back. And that that right there, 
that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that would bother me too. I'd be like, well, wait, do you want to come like hang out with us? Because I just told Joe I'm, we're going to leave. Right. That's what you should have done. But he just totally abandons her um, because he's a jerk off. Yep. And um, we see Joey waiting. And then this guy, <laughs> this student, <laughs> it looks like he's like 35. <laughs> he definitely doesn't. Yeah. He's grown his older. hair out for years. <laughs> he looks like he's got to be, you know, obviously a high school graduate, maybe like a freshman in college or something. Yet he knows who Dawson is. Right. Because she's like trying to blow him off. because You know, it looks like she doesn't know him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he's like, you know, are you are you you want a drink? I've got two. And she's like, no, my friend's getting me a drink. Oh, who's your friend? Because I guess he's like, is she really trying to blow me off and just not want to talk to me? Uh, oh, Dawson Leary. And you don't know him or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, blonde kid, something, something or whatever he's he that says. Hot blonde chick right now. Yeah, yeah. On, walking on the beach with that hot blonde chick or whatever. And yeah, he's like a sophomore and like he knew who he was, mm-hmm. which I think is really funny because <laughs> Cliff doesn't know who he is. Cliff's <laughs> up his time. own ass. <laughs> but we have this guy who we've never even seen before. Who knows who Dawson is, at least. I um, like when shows do this, though. They just have like a random character come in and, yeah. you it's know, like he's just a day player. Yeah, yeah, like he's in their classes. You just don't see him. Like Grant oh. Bodine and Nellie Olson and <laughs> the kids smoking in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny something. So, yeah. um, and then he gives her a drink, which my first thought was, Joey, don't drink that. Right. Well, first he says it's soda. I've got us an extra soda. Do you want it? And she tells him no. And then he points, she points out, or he points out that, you know, Dawson's going away with the blonde girl and he's not coming back. And she takes it. And I'm like, you don't know this dude. She like chugs it too. Don't take any open containers from people you don't know, people. Don't do it. Bad. Naughty. Tisk tisk. Shame. Don't do it. Yeah, I really thought she wasn't going to drink it, but she did. I I didn't remember. And at first I'm like, oh, you know, it's soda. But then I'm like, come on now. It's not soda. No, they're at a party. They're at a party. It's not soda. He said it's soda. He lied. But I'm pretty sure as soon as she tasted it, she should have known better. But she just went for it. So now Jen is telling Dawson that she could have handled things better. And her judgment flew out the window as soon as Billy showed up. Then Billy appears. He didn't leave after that goodbye kiss. And uh, he cuts into their conversation and says, isn't she too hard on herself? And Dawson is just freaking out. And he says, I thought you told me he was gone. Jen is mad now because she says she swears she thought he was gone. And Billy blurts out that Jen gave him a goodbye kiss. He says it possessed a little more kiss and a little less goodbye. And now Jen is caught. Which was totally a lie. Uh, And I couldn't tell. I mean, we, we we saw the kiss and it was not... It wasn't passionate or anything. It was not passionate. It wasn't lingering. It was a goodbye, a brush lisp, and I'm out. This kind of bugs me because I don't know if Jen was going to tell Dawson the truth. You don't no. know. You don't know if she just didn't get a chance to and she was warming herself up to it or she thought like it was never going to get brought up again and, you know, none the wiser. Uh, but Billy I think she would have been okay if she didn't tell him. Uh, it's Yeah. Because it wasn't that serious. Really- and she yeah. was she was sort of just saying, fine, but you have to leave after I do this. Yeah. She's and, trying to get um, him to go. Yeah. I don't and think that's, that's the other thing that drives me crazy. I don't mean to cut you off. Uh if she knows this guy so well, why is she so convinced that he would have left? Right. <laughs> he seems like a very persistent fucker. And I'm uh-huh. just saying, like, 
that's one thing that kind of also that drove me crazy oh he treated me so well and he really respected me he's not respecting you now you told him to leave countless amounts of times and he's still here he doesn't respect your relationship between you and your boyfriend now so are you sure you really he really respects you because i'm pretty sure he doesn't you must not know him too well because you could have sworn he was gonna fucking leave he didn't he's still there so i mean what's really going on here jen i think it's just his body yeah, I think he's she's just really naive and she yeah, she was more attracted to him than anything. And she may she, like Dawson best, but she's attracted to Billy. Right. <laughs> she just about did everything but, you know, fucked on while he was still there. <laughs> she might as well. Oh gosh. Um, Dawson can't believe that she kissed him and she says it was a goodbye kiss. That's all it was. And Billy says, Tell me all that kiss said was goodbye. Like literally, it was like a, not even a second. And she doesn't say anything. Now we have Elegantly Wasted by NXS is playing. And we see Joey is drunk and she's dancing by herself. And this is when Pacey comes over and tells her to pace herself. And um, she tells him he's a really good friend. <laughs> oh, I thought she that was, was It was really sweet. Yeah, it was nice. Okay, this was my favorite. <laughs> and then <laughs> the blonde haired... The blonde-haired guy, we never get his name. He comes up and he says, is, is this guy hitting on you, Chloe? And she doesn't say anything. And Pacey says, first, her name's not Chloe, it's Joey. And second, I'm not hitting on her. I'm just her friend. God knows. <laughs> and the guy takes Joey down to the beach for a walk. And then we get back to Jen Dawson and Billy. And they're all arguing. And uh, Dawson keeps telling Jen to tell Billy that the kiss didn't mean anything. And she tells him he doesn't understand. It's a very confusing situation. And Dawson says, what? Your whole world is turned completely upside down that you can't even answer a simple question. And Billy says, she answered the question. I just don't think you happen to like the answer. Oh my God, he's such an instigator. So Dawson tells Billy to stay out of it. It doesn't involve him. It's between him and Jen. And that's when Billy says, you're wrong. It involves him gravely. And if there ever was a third and expendable wheel, it would be you. He says, Jen and he go way back. She was with him long before she even entered your fantasies. And Dawson says, you and everyone else. Oh, he's such a dirtbag. I can't. He, he ever since he found out about Jen's relationship, their relationship was doomed because he can't get past her past. He can't. I, if I was Jen, I'd be like, you clearly can't get over this. I don't, I can't be with somebody who's going to constantly judge me about my past. And honestly, the way that he's reacted to her since he found out about her past, even with the little under comments, I'm really not surprised that she's totally honest. She's keeping him at arm's length because she's protecting herself too. Yeah. And I can't be mad at her for that. I can't I be mad either. at her for that because if Dawson was my boyfriend and he said shit like that to me, I probably would have dumped his ass a long time ago. Yeah. Because it's showing you, you're telling me you don't have any respect for me. Like you're fucking bringing up my past. You had nothing to do with constantly mm-hmm. about like just judging me, calling yep. saying all these stupid, nasty remarks. You don't do that to somebody you care about like that. No way. I'd be like, go fuck yourself and go watch your fucking Steven Spielberg movies. And go do whatever the fuck you do, Dawson, because I want nothing to do with you anymore. That's what I would say. Um, (laughs) So Billy looks at Jen like, I can't believe this guy just said that to you. So now he's just like, he's supporting Jen because he like clearly because Dawson's his enemy, but he can't even believe that he just said that. Yeah. And that's when, and then Jen looks over at Dawson and Dawson is just like, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. Instant regret on that word right there that's what happens when you don't think before you speak guys 
Don't let your emotions run away. I've, I've said this before. Don't do it. Right, Kitty Perry? Let's, let's, let's be Don't honest. Everybody's it. here for my TED Talks. <laughs> my infinite wisdom and counseling. I know you guys are here for it. <laughs> I mean, it happens to the best of us. We all say things we regret, but mm-hmm. you really do need to think before you speak because Try. you're going to regret it. And the, in the very wise head. words of Dorinda Medley from Real Housewives of New York City, say it, regret it, write it, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I mean, I don't even, I don't even know if that was correct. I'll scream in a pillow. I don't know. Yeah, let's scream in a pillow. Just dubbed him the creep, by the way. Wait, what? Joey and the creep. Oh, is that what you named your scene? I I, I dubbed him the creep because I. (laughs) That's funny. He's getting creepy. He's creeping. Jen tells Dawson, I may have made some mistakes, but at least I don't live in a fantasy world where everyone is pure. And then he cuts her off. He's just like, uh, I can't keep going back and forth with, with the arguments. I know I said something stupid, but I can't keep going back and forth with us. And, um, you know, he doesn't want to keep trading insults. He just wants to know where he stands. One of them has, has to go, him or Dawson. And he says, who's the third wheel? And Jen says, uh, I am. And she walks away. Now, Dawson and Billy are left standing there, and Dawson asks Billy if he's happy now, and he says, actually, not too bad, you. Like, you just broke up their relationship for he's what? He's a homewrecker, because he thinks he's going to be able to get Jen back. First of all, she lives in Cape Side. I really don't understand why he drove all the way from New York to get I here. either. Just to fuck up her life again. I don't understand his purpose. Like, I understand the conflict. We need, we need yeah. the... What is it they say? The the straw that breaks the camel's back, right? Mm-hmm. On their relationship. And he just happens to be the cataclyst that pushes them over the edge. But um You would think Dawson loved it. Loved this because he loves conflict, but he's part of the conflict. So he's definitely part of the conflict. I don't really know what he was expecting to take Jen back. That's what he said though, right? He said he, he did say at one point that he wants to take her back home. Yeah, he said it right in the beginning when he was yeah, in his that's bedroom. That's what I'm missing. All right. So now we're back with Joey and what did you call him? The creep. The creep. I wrote Joey and the goon on mine. The but goon. I like, yeah, I like goon better. Joey and the goon. Joey he's, and the creep. He's like borderline beefcake with long blonde hair like uh, Fabio. <laughs> yeah. I don't like I don't like really long hair on guys. It's weird. No, it's um he's trying to kiss Joey and he's um, pushing the picture. Yeah, he's being really this is when he's being really creepy yep and um pacey comes up and says okay time to say goodbye to the nice serial rapist (laughs) (laughs) and joey's like half shot in the ass and she's like she says she wants to leave and then the guy tries to punch uh pacey but uh pacey knocks him out with one punch the guy goes flat face on the sand (laughs) it's like and pacey doesn't even have big biceps like they said in the other episode he really doesn't but he's tough i guess pacey's tough he's Um, definitely tough he he knew just how to clock him yeah it it made me look at him like okay okay um dawson was cheering don't doubt i wasn't cheering (laughs) pacey saves the day (laughs) jamie had to change her underpants Jamie was like, wait a minute. Mm, I'll be back. You know it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, it really bothers me about this, though, because it's the next part, right? So Pacey knocks this guy out. Joey's fell. And mm-hmm. Dawson is there. Dawson's like, whoa, what just happened? You know, you all right? Okay, let me go check on, you know, Joey. And Joey's like, oh, Dawson, you're my hero. And Pacey's just standing there like, what? What? <laughs> no and Dawson doesn't even correct her he's like yeah I'm your hero yeah (laughs) Yeah, that was funny so now we get 
Dawson and Pacey trying to sneak Joey, who's drunk, uh, back into the house. I just love that he was watching her. He's such a good friend. He was keeping yeah. an eye on her the entire time. He could have like just been in the middle of all the other girls and flirting and doing his thing, but he was keeping an eye on her the entire time, even when she was walking off with the guy. So I love that. Yeah, they're trying to be really quiet because they don't want to wake up Bodie and Bessie and the baby. Mm-hmm. So Pacey goes in first to check on the baby and we hear him start to cry a little. So he turns off the baby monitor. And considering how small this house is on the outside and how big it is on the inside. Yeah, and I'm just like, they mm-hmm. probably heard you the whole time giving this uh, dissertation of the fucking English patient to the baby. They probably just were like, well, no, he can take care of him. I'm tired. I don't feel like dealing with this. So Dawson puts Joey on the couch and she falls asleep. And oh, you know what else I noticed? <laughs> when they're carrying Joey into the house, they're, they they have like dial. I don't know what they're saying. But at one point, Joey tells Pacey, she goes, shut up. <laughs> I forget what he says, but she just goes, shut up. <laughs> it made me laugh. I noticed it today when I watched it. I missed that. <laughs> it's like real quick um so pacey or dawson is having this conversation with joey and he says he knows she had a rough week and she's always trying to handle things herself and is that why she got drunk he asks her if she needed to take a little break from life and we see joey start saying tartar sauce tartar sauce <laughs> i think she said something about um you know, table five <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah i think she does too he's like no i didn't say table two i said table five or whatever <laughs> yeah i think she does too yeah and Poor he Joey. says i know she's so she's overworked she's overtired she's over school she's over boys she's over jen she's over everyone she's having a tough time right now um dawson says i know that things are incredibly confusing between us right now and i can't even begin to explain our relationship you probably can't either but i just want you to know that if you ever need me i'll always be here for you all you ever have to do is ask so then she's asleep but she wakes up for like a split second and just starts kissing him and it's like a drunk half asleep kiss and he's just like oh she stops and she just falls back asleep and He's just like, uh, what happened? What was that? Yeah. Um, and he's just like, okay. So yeah, and I said before, Pacey's uh, reciting the English patient to the baby to get him to fall asleep. Which I is- really love that because he did a really like, good Dawson job. Can't even do, you know what I mean? Dawson can't even keep it down enough to keep the baby that's already asleep asleep. And here the baby wakes up and Pacey's the one who, you know, remembered what puts the baby to sleep, recites yeah. the film. So he's definitely seen it, even if, even if he said that it sucks. And he gets the baby to go back to sleep. And I, I just think Dawson really is a shitty friend, isn't he? He's a shitty friend. He's very <laughs> selfish. And Pacey, you know what I mean? I, I just don't think Pacey is. They're just completely different. I think, I think Pacey is the more considerate. Mm-hmm. He's not selfish. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a lot more charming. Yes. And I think he, he does, you, you know, he just notices, like you said, he's, he's watching Joey. He wants to make sure she's safe. He's always aware of what's around him. And, um, you know, I always did like Pacey more than Dawson as I watched the show out of the two guys. Like when I watched it back then, I never watched, I never watched it for either one of them, to be honest with you. Like, I, like I said, I was always watching it for Katie Holmes, but, um, as the show did progress, you really do start to like Pacey a lot more, but watching the first season over 
and having a new perspective on it, I do start to see these little character traits that they're giving him where he is so much more likable than Dawson, who's the main character. It's crazy. Even when he was in the relationship with Tamara, like he's taking the blame for his relationship with a pedophile. He like, he's trying to be like the, like the charming, like, um, like I'll make it better type guy. He's just, he's way more adult than Dawson is. Yes. But yeah, he is, he's a better character, I think. Um, but that's when they leave. Uh, Dawson comes and gets Pacey and they leave. And he does, he like tells the baby, like, he, what does he say to the baby? He says like, go, like, go to sleep, little guy or something like that. Something like that. And he turns the monitor back on. Yeah, it was really cute. I don't know. It was very cute. He was very good with kids, I think. So now we're with Mitch and Gal on the porch. They're putting away scuba gear in that big trunk, um, that they'll probably never touch again. And, um, they both agree that the scuba is not the answer to their problems. So Mitch says he thinks it's the old things that need to be worked to, to work on. And he's willing to do whatever it takes to fix this. But he says, let's start easy. And he puts on a CD, uh, which is green apples by Chantel Kraviatsuk. Um, I have, I have her album um, because I like the song <laughs> and she actually has a song in the second season CD. What is it called? Yeah, hey, it, I'm singing it in my head. Oh, it's called Feels Like Home. She huh. sings she sings that. That's on the second season. Um no, it's on the first season album, but it's it's on this in the second season, I believe. When you hear it, you might remember it. But um yeah. so yeah, they're they start slow dancing on the porch and he just tells her one thing at a time. And I thought that was progress. Like they both know that this is not yeah. working. Let's just start from what we know and try to fix it from there. Yeah, I agree. And I think this also stems off from the conversation that he had earlier with Dawson. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I know I'm being a total dick. And I understand that. Granted, I feel this way. Like they had like a real conversation. He's like, and I do want to try. This is me trying, but we got to start slow because they start dancing. Gail leans in to give him a kiss. He's like one thing at a time, one step at a time. Um, So right now we're seeing that Mitch is trying to make an effort. Mm -hmm. He's not just, you know, going blindly along, just stuck on a string coasting you know yeah because if he did he's just gonna keep presenting her so exactly yeah so that was nice i like that i like the progress that we're getting Mm -hmm. um so now we're with dawson and pacey i'm assuming this is joey's rowboat uh rowing back to his house (laughs) because that's the only that's the only location that you can go from joey's house to is dawson's house it's probably faster to take the boat right (laughs) we figured that out when um Bessie went to go have her baby that it was faster to go through boat than it was to walk right. through the woods so <laughs> <laughs> um Dawson tells Pacey that Joey drunk kissed him mm-hmm. and Pacey says well what kind of kiss was it like an annual Thanksgiving kiss and Dawson says it meant nothing and Pacey says to Dawson my fine oblivious friend one of these days you'll need to take a gigantic fact check my friend she didn't mistake you for anybody this girl is heads in the clouds 100 ass backwards in love with you all right and dawson tells him that his relationship with joey is different than what he has with jen he's unconditional with joey and with jen it's love like he doesn't love he doesn't love no. joey he doesn't love jen he lusts Jen and that yeah, just he doesn't know what love means no and that just goes to show exactly where you know his uh maturity level is he says and then at one point he says he she like mistook me for like Brad Pitt or something 
<laughs> he thinks so highly of himself. It's so crazy though, because literally this conversation is Pacey saying, dude, she loves you. Wake the fuck up. Like we all know it, but you. And he's like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm you the, you can't put you two, can't. two together between the last couple of episodes, especially the last episode. And now you've got your best friend telling you right. she likes you. And you're still going to put up fronts and denial about it. I'm just, Dawson, get out the clouds, my friend. Come down to earth. I guess he's still hung up around Jen, though, which is about to <laughs> go to but <laughs> You can't see me, but my eyes were, I was rolling my eyes completely around my head when I said that about Dawson. So Dawson finds Billy back at his house and he asks him if he's leaving so soon. And he says he's, uh, he has a travel agent who told him to check out the scenery up the coast. <laughs> he doesn't have money, but he has a travel agent. So Billy tells Dawson he better treat her well. And which I thought was so condescending. And now we see, oh, so Dawson sees that Jen is on the dock out back of the house. And I'm pretty sure this was an actual, it wasn't a set. It was actually, yeah, because I think they just added the extra lights or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he goes back to meet her and he tries to apologize and he says something like, for being such a nice guy, I'm always apologizing. And she sort of like backs, like gets out of his like arms because he puts his arms around her. Yeah, he comes up behind her and kind of wraps his arms around yeah. her and, you know, he's talking. And first of all, you really, you come off like you're a nice guy, but the shit that comes out of your mouth is not something a nice guy would say. Uh, and she just kind of, gets out from yeah. you know, she shrugs him off and kind of is like don't touch me you know i need yeah. space yeah he's kind of a creep he's yeah. kind of the guy he's the guy who's when he's older who like reminds me of uh like he would tell his wife that she should be the one cooking dinner even though she has a full-time job that type of guy that's what he reminds me of a little bit in this episode because he's constantly putting jen down yeah it's not my job to take care of the kids it's your job yeah even if you don't even realize it you know what i mean it's a manipulative that's it he's very manipulative manipulative yeah perfect jamie that's exactly what i was trying to say gotcha jen tells him you know how you're always curious about my life was like in new york and she says geography aside my life now isn't so different than what it was i'm the same stupid girl who found it easier to escape into a relationship and Dawson says, now that the ghost of boyfriend's past is gone, things can go back to normal. She says, you know, I'm 16. I'm fortunate. I never stayed in on a Friday night. I never went stag to a school dance. I'm pretty. And she's really unhappy most of the time. And she just needs to try being alone. She tells Dawson basically that she told Billy that they're done. And now it's time for her to tell him. And he's just like, you know, don't do this. We can talk about this tomorrow. Like, don't be so rash. And she's just like, she starts to like freak out a little bit. She says, you know, I always criticize you for living in a fantasy world, but I envy you. And she wishes she had one ounce of his idealism. That's when he tells her to sleep on him. And that's when she's like, it's over. It's over. (laughs) It's so dramatic. And she says she needs to take a few steps back and try to see what life is like on her own for a while. Dawson says, you can't make me fall for you and then bail. And uh, she tells him she'll miss him. I'll be sleeping 80 feet away from you and it'll feel like a thousand miles. I'll regret my decision constantly. I'll kick myself to no end. And when I come crawling back to you, you'll have every right to say, take a hike, Jen. I'm with somebody else now. And this is when Dawson, (laughs) he's just such a jerk off. 
He says, yeah, someone who appreciates me, someone who doesn't blow into town with their dysfunctional past to play mind games with the boy next door, somebody who is capable of a healthy, committed relationship, and unfortunately, somebody nothing like you. She was basically telling him, I know I'm going to regret this, and I'm going to come back to you, and you're going to have the every right to like turn me away. And he just is like, fuck that. The person I'm going to be with at the time is going to be somebody that isn't you. And he pretty much just squashes any future hopes of them together down the drain. Well, I think talk. if Jen learns anything from this, she knows not to date him again. So because yeah. <laughs> um, he's such a jerk off. Yeah. And we have evaporated by Ben Folds five playing. Um I used to hate this song. There's something about Ben Folds music where he, I feel like all the key changes and stuff, they're always so awkward and weird. But when you listen back to it, especially this song, it's so good. Like he really is so good. I thought it was the perfect song for this scene. Like it really fit perfectly. We see Dawson walk away and he turns around real quick to look to see if she's, you know, standing there, I guess, watching him. But he goes back and he just goes back to his house. And then we see her turn around and um, just missed him looking back at her. And that's it. That's the episode. I knew that they weren't going to last. I even said it, I think, uh, last episode. I, th- I think it doesn't last that much longer. I'm not I'm not sure. But I do remember that they that they broke up pretty, pretty early. Um, but what did you think about the episode? Did you like it? I loved it. Uh, well, I love the the whole beach. I think I mentioned this earlier. I love the whole beach party mm-hmm. uh, interaction. I love seeing how great of a friend Pacey really can be, mm-hmm. um, especially with all the distractions going on. You know, being in a party where there's alcohol involved and kids are having fun and they're drinking, you know, especially as the night starts to carry on, you start to pay less attention to your surroundings and more on what you're doing, even if you're barely, if you're paying attention to that. Uh, And the fact that he was able to keep and maintain that level head and keep an eye on Joey and, you know, step up and be like, yo, dude, you're crossing a line and then beat him down (laughs) one punch. It was fantastic. Um, Jen, drive me nuts. She was annoying throughout this entire thing because she was so completely indecisive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not even that. I, I, I can understand her being confused. I just, I guess it was, it really needed to be that key turning point between Dawson and Jen that just, you know, that straw that breaks the back and it's done. They just needed to really, because you can see her, she's keeping him at arm's length. Like, she's friends with him, but they have like this slight romance going on, but I just don't see the chemistry. So I was, it was a breath to finally have that be done. Yeah. To see how the aftermath goes with that. Well, I think it's good for both of them too. Yeah. I don't think Jen should have even jumped into a relationship, but she says it at the end of the episode. Like that's all she knows. Yeah. But um, I do think the reason for her coming to Cape side should be for her to solely focus on herself and just, you know, be a teenager and, just stop being a, a fucking adult because she that she's she even said it in the other uh the past episodes where she was sexualized too young she doesn't know any better she's that was never really a kid i feel like and i think it's time for her to just do just that you know but and it's so interesting to see it this way too because you know in previous episodes jen was the one who had you know the spout of wisdom when everybody was starting to to change their views 
you know, and Jen still was coming off as somebody who is, you know, has been exposed and has experienced things and has more wisdom than the other guys who, you know, lived in this safe little bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, but for her to actually kind of struggle with her own knowing what's right and what's wrong and struggling with that, I guess it was nice to, it was humanized her a little bit, you know, yeah. brought her back down to the rest of the level. Level yeah, everybody else is on. I agree with you though. She was frustrating to watch. I did not like Billy, but I think he's going to be back for another episode. And um, I think it's next episode. It's called Road Trip. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think he's back for that. And um, I did like the relation or the scenes with Pacey and Joey in this. I thought it was fun and funny. Yeah. And I liked their the way that they showed their friendship because in the beginning of the season, they're sort of like at each other's throats, you know? Yeah, they don't like each other. But in this is sort of too much. They're they're slowly starting to be like friends. Like they're not such frenemies, they're friends. And I did not like Dawson and Jen, like I said, Jen annoyed me, but you know, I, I liked rewatching it now. It wasn't one of my favorites back then, but as an adult watching this, I do see so many different things and what I didn't see back then. And um, I like that we see Gal and Mitch progressing and hopefully getting past all this stuff because I do like them together, you know? Um, but you know, other than that, it was a good episode great episode yeah i'm excited for next week now oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i think um i think we should probably end it there um if you want to follow us please follow us on instagram at creek talk podcast and on twitter at creek talk pod and if you want to follow jamie on her bookstagram it's Lynn underscore book lover. Yep. And uh, you can find all of our tags on our Instagram and Twitter. We tag each other constantly. Yes. Oh, what's well, your Twitter? Are, it's uh, Lynn underscore book love, L-O-V, because Twitter doesn't give you enough letter characters. So. <laughs> I know it's so hard making the Twitter posts <laughs> from the I, I, it is It is very difficult. Uh, if you guys pr- have a preference one or the other, we are more heavily on Instagram than we are on Twitter. Uh, but we yeah. are on both and our link trees will get you everywhere. Yep. So just pick one of the link trees and it'll get you, you know, to somebody. But yeah, Instagram, we we usually we tag each other and everything. So yeah, that's pretty much all she wrote. And well, wait, also, if you want to rate and review us, you can um, do that on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> And we're also on Podchaser, so we would really appreciate that because we, I don't even think we have any. I haven't checked, but I don't think we have any. But you guys are downloading and we see you. Yeah, I see the stats, so. Keep keep doing it. We really appreciate it, all the support and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. conversation that gets brought up when we get tagged and stuff. We love it. We love you guys. And thank you so much uh, for still sitting here, listening to us talk. I know. Hours later. <laughs> we love that you feel like you're a part of our conversation. That's what it. that's what we love. And even if we go for four hours on the show and you're still listening, just feel like you're a part of that. And that's what makes us feel good. <laughs> thank All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, thank you for we just thank everybody for following, liking, sharing and all that. We really appreciate it. Cause it's, it's like you guys that will help us get out there and for people to like, listen. So, you know, we appreciate it. And, um, but with that, I guess we'll see you next week. 
with Road Trip. So Road trip. everybody have a nice weekend and yes. uh, we'll see you next Friday. Have Bye. Day, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>